1: Hey, it's Phil Juano, the director of 3 O'Clock High. You're listening to Zach and Dustin here at the $2 late fee. Get ready for some long, long stories about the making of 3 O'Clock High.
2: Before there was IMDB.com, there was Zach and Dustin. You know those guys who think they know everything about a movie without having to go on the internet to look it up? That's us, but... Thanks for listening. On to the show.
0: The 35th anniversary of Three O'Clock High. This is a really special episode. I'm really excited.
2: You sound real excited. Your energy's so high. I was going to tell you to calm down. Calm <laughs> I'm the, so excited. Calm the F down, brother.
0: I'm back in the New York um, groove.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, it's. It's funny. I feel like the longer we're doing this, you know, like the more we're coming up on these. I mean, obviously, right? Like time passes and we have more yep. uh, significant anniversaries. But this one, um, like th- these months have really kind of caught, <laughs> caught me off guard on some of these, you know, because it's like, oh, yeah, look at all these movies from 87. Like we have 35th anniversaries for um, like in the, pa- <laughs> in the past month. Right. It's been North Shore, uh, Summer School. Uh, three o'clock high which is today woohoo right we got
0: monster squad monster
2: squad in a couple weeks we got Teen Wolf 2 it's that realization like 1987 wow you were kicking ass Mr. 1987
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you I appreciate that I was working out that year no 1987 was definitely a year of like cult movies movies that have you know gained popularity over the years right they weren't just they weren't necessarily blockbusters out the gate but they have become these films that we watch on a regular basis thanks in part to hbo back in the day and cinemax back in the day showing these movies on repeat they're a part of our well they're a part of our american culture now you know? And worldwide, if, I guess if you think about it, because 3 O'Clock High has a huge following across the globe.
2: It sure does. And any regular listener of our podcast, you know, we started this uh, over three years ago now. We, uh, 3 O'Clock High is very symbolic. It's very important. It was it was a foundational movie for kind of us starting the podcast. Our theme song is Something to Remember Me By by Jim Walker. Um, so you know, and of course, we we've interviewed Jim separately. We've interviewed um, Richard Tyson, who plays Buddy Revell, separately. Uh, today, we were really fortunate to not only get the two of those guys back, but also the man behind the vision, uh, the director, Phil Giovano.
0: Man, and and he tells one story after another. He warned us ahead of time, did he not, that he was going to talk a lot. And he said, "Well, this just guy's just cut me off. If uh, you know, if, if I'm going too long, or just feel free to edit me." No, we didn't edit him.
2: No, no. He, uh, in fact, we added things. We we just added other lines that he didn't say. <laughs> we just we just put them in.
0: I, I do a great Phil uh, Juano impersonation, don't I?
2: You do. That was that was really good. I I mean, if uh, if we were at a cocktail party and you just busted into that, I would know immediately who you were doing. Um, this is,
0: wait, I'm, I'm going to explain something for a second here.
2: I'd be the only one who knew that, but I would feel special about it.
0: No, but then Elvis Costello would stand up and go, Oh, I know that guy. I sent him a gift package back in the day.
2: Right, which, you, which everyone will hear about. The context will be clear.
0: He talks about details that I didn't know about in 3 O'Clock High. Richard chimes in about his kind of recollections of the, being on the set. And uh, Jim obviously the pipes behind the song that we love so much more than the pipes everything
2: yeah this was really cool um you know it, it we got a lot of behind the scenes we got a lot of behind the scenes so if you are fans of three o'clock high buckle up everybody because you're gonna really enjoy this one
0: you sure are last thing too if you want even more three o'clock high info sign up to our patreon with Phil Juano, $2, six questions. He joined us. Even more details about the movie we love so much. So go check that out. Sign up to our Patreon now.
2: There you go. Yeah, lots of things happening the Patreon. I'll just, you know, I just want to jump on. Because now that you brought it up, I'll just jump on. But yeah, sure. we have a lot of content, a lot of extra content. And for as low, uh, a low monthly price of as low as $2, you guys can join in on all the all the good stuff over there so uh yeah we encourage everybody to do that thank you also and if you want to uh rate rate and review us because we haven't said that in a while pop on over to apple podcast or spotify and give us i feel like i'm a the traffic on the 101 is uh bad <laughs> it's it's raining cats and dogs everybody outside today um it's just felt very radio but uh yeah if you want to give us a review over there um or just you know five stars whatever whatever stars We just, we just appreciate it. We appreciate you. Uh, all right. Love you. Goodbye.
0: (laughs) Enjoy. years in the making. <clears throat> Phil, this is cool. There's Jim. There's hey. 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 hey! Oh, yes!
3: <laughs> Ow! For, <laughs> for you, Jim. Oh my god, Phil. Great it's so to good see to see you. see
1: you. You too. Oh my
2: god.
3: It's insane. It's been a
1: minute. It has?
2: It has. <laughs> hey, guys. It's um, awesome. This is really fun. Oh, yeah. So um, we, we've got another guest to, to, to enter into the room. A surprise guest.
0: Yeah. You can... Whenever you're ready, Mike. Bring him on in. I just want to say really quickly, uh, first of all, Phil Juwanu. We had Eric Roberts on a while back, and he's like, Phil Juanu, man. (laughs) (laughs) And Jim Walker is here, our good buddy Jim Walker. But, Phil, it is an honor to have you on our show. Jim, it's an honor to have you back on our show. Yes, Uh, 35 years in the making of 3 O'Clock High, the 35th anniversary. We're recording it. The same month that it came out. Mm. The
2: same came- week oh. that it came out. S- yeah, even yep. October was- 9th is what we understand.
0: Wow. And we've oh. got Richard
2: Tyson. Hey, Richard.
4: Hey, how you doing? Phil is there? That's awesome.
2: We got Phil. We got Jim. Richard!
4: Well, that's awesome, man. I <laughs> can't believe... Uh, I remember at the end of the movie... You say, it's got to be one punch. I looked at you and the other guy, and you know, about the same same height, and it's like, one punch, and oh, we got the brass
0: knuckles. I forgot about that. That's right. <laughs> I'm actually wearing brass knuckles right now for you, Richard. I'm wearing a Buddy Ravel t-shirt
1: That's in right. your honor. Oh, oh, you are? Oh, my God, he is.
5: <laughs> he Whoa. is. He's
1: wearing a shirt that says, Buddy Ravel's brass knuckles. I didn't see it until now. It's a computer blocking it. He really is. Well, we got
0: a lot of we got a lot of fun things to like kind of drop on the audience. I think because Phil dropped something on us just a few minutes ago about uh, a re-release, and uh, that I we think maybe Jim has a has had a hand in. But we'll get to that in a minute. Um, but yeah, Phil's here, the director of Three O'clock High, Phil Jawano.
1: Very very
0: happy to have you here. Love that guy. Jim Walker, Jim Walker is here, friend of the show and the voice of three o'clock high, the voice of $2 late fee, um, kind of a brother from another mother in a way like Jim and Jim has become friends of ours over the past few years. Something to remember me by is the theme of our podcast.
1: I know. I just, we are all just quite honored by that because that is the legacy of this film.
0: It really is. Is that song. Come on. It is the legacy.
1: It's the legacy of this film. I'd like to think it's me and Richard, but unfortunately, I think it's the song. Richard, well, Buddy Ravel does have quite a presence out there. Buddy is in the. I think you you somehow you 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 were in the consciousness of the '80s. Yes. Uh, film lovers, uh, out there. There
0: is the no doubt. Yeah, the '80s w- bullies.
1: 80s bullies. 80s exactly. bullies. <laughs> he, he's, the, he's the top.
0: He is. And, and I think in a way, Richard has become, uh, at least Buddy Ravel. you know, on the cover of your poster of the mm. movie, it's Casey Shamosko, who's wonderful, obviously. We love Casey. We love every aspect of this movie. <laughs> However, Buddy is the anti-hero, I think, in many ways. And the, the, the villain, the gray villain, I think, that is very popular nowadays where there's a lot more layers to well, this that's, guy.
1: that's, yeah, I think that, First, first and foremost, I do think that that Richard, yeah, whether he was trying to, there he is, he's, he's getting out of his car, and he's. I wanted in, to see the boot drop. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> well, that's the, that's exactly what I was just gonna talk about, Jim. Is that from the minute he steps out of his muscle car and the camera kind of booms up onto him, it's not. It's kind of not what you expect. You know, yeah. he he brought a. Wait, this isn't what I would expect from the bully in this movie. Um, you know, quality to the character, and there is, you know, he he's he's a badass, and he will, you know, break your face, yep. and he will, you know, he's going to kill uh, Jerry for sure, but. <laughs> There, there is like an underlying kind of sensitivity and intelligence, mm-hmm. and and you sense that there's a, a larger game going on. Totally. You know, whereas instead of being you know just kind of this idiotic, you know, galumph who just yeah. shows up, you know, I'm gonna you know wreak havoc on this school, man. He he. Instead, is kind of like yeah, right. Is that, is that yeah. your... No, not you. The character yeah. could have been right, and and instead. Oh okay. Yeah yeah. All instead. Right. That was your... No, <laughs> and, and and instead, um, what no? Exactly. In fact, the opposite, Richard. That that um, instead, what he's what he's doing. You feel like he's gaming the system. Yeah, you know that he's gamed it. All these school changes. You know all these stories about what he's done to other teachers and students. Y- you feel like there's pretty early on. I think you get a sense. That he's well aware of the game he's playing yeah. on the, uh, you know, the, the, the school system as well as all the other kids and teachers. So that brings kind of an interesting. You, you kind of start looking at him like what he says, you know, now, you know, you've made me mad, Jerry. It isn't, it's like, it's very, it's it's thought through, you know, now I'm gonna have to do something to work it off, right? (laughs) And so, by the Uh, way, I haven't seen the movie in years, but you know, I'll never forget Richard. And, And so, right, so you think, oh, this isn't just like an emotional knee jerk I mean, he did just smash him into a mirror. Yes. But, yeah. but but other than that, again, but you kind of feel like that's to make a point. Yeah. Right? Now I've got you. Now I've scared the shit out of you. Yeah. Now I'm going to tell you how I'm going to methodically dismantle you. <laughs> yeah. And you start going, okay, this is more interesting. You know, I'll be under your bed. You're yeah. like, okay. This yeah. is right. Is, yeah. There's yeah. Something, something going on with this guy. Yeah. Hey, don't forget,
4: don't forget, he does the math. He does the math on the chalkboard? That's board. exactly.
1: Right. No, he's not. He's not dumb. That's the thing. Is he's playing a game. Even right. the, during the math test, he's playing a game. The whole way, you feel like there's a game. In in some ways, even putting himself in a position to lose to Jerry, because let's face it, if he really, really wanted to. He would just like have killed Jerry in the first minute of that yeah, fight. He right? Uh, he would. Sure, yeah. But you if you watched the fight and I have seen the fight recently again, someone wanted but to watch it But wouldn't have a, a movie. No, I wouldn't. And it would would have been a lot yeah. shorter. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it wasn't epic as it was in, in terms of running time. So I think that be- you know, so you sense it. He's like letting Jerry play. Yeah. He's like, Oh, we're going to play. Oh, you bloodied my nose. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, that. Oh, look. right. He's
1: yeah. like, You got to pop on me, you yep. little.
0: You little. Yeah, thing. you little. I can swear by that. Oh, way. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's an yeah. R rated podcast. Sorry, yes. right, Yeah, it you a
1: fucker. So so he gets a pop on him. So again, you always feel like Buddy could have just bam 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 bam, and he pauses yes. and he lets Jerry get up, and yes. he and he kind of allows the other kids to fight him. You know, he lets Vincent kind of attack him. He's kind of like, what's this flea like like doing on me? Now let me. All right, I'll get rid of him. Yeah, you know, with a knee. So you. So I, I think that that's it's Buddy. So the, the the whole the staying power of the movie is. And that's why Buddy's become kind of a little bit of a... He's iconic. Yeah, a little bit of a thing. Kind of in
0: the way that Johnny became iconic for Karate Kid. Clearly that... that, And I I know there's a little connection there with Karate Kid, but... Johnny, uh, you know, Daniel Daniel LaRusso is the Karate Kid. Right. But Johnny is the one that people want to rock the t-shirts with. Right. He, Johnny's the one that people go, oh, he's the rock star of the movie. Well, that's, Buddy Ravel is the rock star. That's of right. Yeah, night.
1: well, Jim Morrison was dead, so he had, so had to go with Richard.
4: You know, <laughs> so it was, yeah.
0: Close it was, yeah. Before you slip into unconsciousness. <laughs> there you
4: go.
1: Yeah. i like to find. So, yeah, so, yeah. anyway, there's that. And then the other part, I think, of it is Jerry, the everyman, you know, yes. the kid in the blue sweater with so like, get you know, the bad haircut who's just yeah. kind of like, you know, I just want to get through life. Can I just get through this grade? Yeah. Is there any way? In senior year. Yeah. Can you know? I please just end this? I mean, it's not that he's having a horrible, he's not the kid that's having the worst, at least up until this day. Yeah. He's not having, yeah. he's okay. He's got friends. He's kind of, you know, right. he's getting through it. Yeah. He wants to just be under the radar and get through life and see what happens. And you know, after the first
4: scene, after the first scene, he's walking down the hallway with a, a, hand, a <laughs> hand on the sweater thing. And he's yeah. still there. That's, that's direction right there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: I, and I just want to interrupt really quickly and say, Phil, oftentimes you see a movie and you go, wow, the writing, that movie's all about the writing, like Glengarry, mm. Glenn Ross. You say, oh, it's all about the action, right? Or it's all about that one guy. Your film is all about the directing. Mm. It is a beautiful film. I just and having okay. you on just to gush a little bit, sincerely, <laughs> you need to know. And Jim knows this. Richard knows this because we said this to Richard too. Your film is a clear, underrated gem, a true classic. Mm. It's it's something that I think should be revered and watched over and over again. The fact that we are talking about it 35 years later is proof that it is effective. But your film is beautiful 35. and it's beautiful. 35. And so, Richard, (laughs) this week, 35 years this week. Luckily,
1: I made it when I was two. So (laughs) it's just, it was weird. Well, you were the, you're.
2: That's what makes it special. Yes, because you very, were really yes. you were the Doobie Hauser saying, of film maybe school. The diapers were a little <laughs> embarrassing, but
1: yeah. well, you, you had done
0: a couple episodes of um amazing stories yes. right before.
1: Yes, I had. Look, I got the break of a lifetime. First of all, thank you very much for what you said about, about the film. I can
0: keep going, but I don't uh, want people to go, I, I,
1: Well, I just in all honesty, you know, what's what's the strangest part that of it still having fans and still being in, you know, in any conversation? at this point is is really shocking to me. I mean, hmm. when the film came out, it lasted two weekends and, you know, grossed 10 cents and mm-hmm. just came and went. And this is pre, you know, really uh, blockbuster exploding, pre-DVD. Yeah, there's sure. no cable outlet, like there's no HBO that you feel like, well, it'll get a life on that. Yeah. Or there, there's no hope, really. When it died theatrically, and then you know, you know, there's going to be no support. I mean, there was a vague VHS market, but it wasn't what it became. No. And the movie was essentially gone for I don't know, like a decade. Yeah. You know, uh, 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 really wasn't until um, the late '90s that that people started rediscovering it, mainly because of DVD. Yep. And it did start getting some airplay on on cable channels.
2: HBO was all yeah. the time.
1: HBO gave it a shot, and and so you had. It started there was this rediscovery. Um and and like like you know and by kids that would have been too young when it came out but still discovered it in their high school. Yep. So it kind of yep. had a second high school coming in a weird oh, way. Oh totally.
4: Yeah. Yeah, you can identify your bully in your high school. Yeah. Right? Sure. No yeah. Doubt. My mine was our middle linebacker who could drive the, <laughs> the bus because he had hair on his chest. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, did Buddy Ravel? So, yeah. you know, uh,
0: you, couldn't, you couldn't see it under that rocking uh thermal and uh t shirt.
1: No, oh, yeah, no, it's true that people do identify their high school experience yep. uh with the film. I've had people tell me that at least.
4: You, you know, every day to this day, I am stopped wherever I am to Buddy Ravel. <laughs> yeah. I'm like. I'm like What's it to you? you, know, <laughs> you know. But it happens every day. That's funny. was the producer, right?
1: Yeah. Amblin production. Yeah. Yes, yes, I got Unbelievable. the script for Steven.
4: I was living in my truck before I got that role.
0: <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. And then that role was your breakthrough role for sure. If, if anything... Ever happens after that you have this role forever to look at and go, "Wow, it's iconic, like we've talked mm. about, you know and And I must say really quickly, when the movie opens and Jim's song hits something to remember me by. Mm-hmm. to me, again, it's what sets this film apart from other movies. You know, like, I think of Fast Times, and you've got the We Got the Beat, Mm -hmm. the Go-Go song. And while that song had just come out around that same time, Mm -hmm. it was a known song. Sure. But to hear a true original song by, at the time, like, an unknown artist was really shocking in a good way. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, what is this song? How do I get this song? I remember as a kid wanting to record it, and I recorded it off the TV with (laughs) my little (laughs) boombox, you know? There you go, Jim. That's right.
1: Like, you struck gold, gold with that. We did. We did. And it was just, it was such a kind of fortuitous set of circumstances because actually the original script opened on what would have been the clock. So, so the, 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 the film was meant to open with the main title. I was actually gonna, um, start on on very Cohen-esque, you know, idea. start on the internals of a clock. Ooh, nice. Oh, and, yeah. and do credits against that. And you'd be like, why am I insert this t- chunk, chunk, yes. chunk, mm-hmm. chunk, 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 grinding, like menacing clock. Yeah. And then pull out through the clock, in, and it was the giant clock out in front of the school, because that was fake. We built that clock on top of that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. The sign existed, but we added the clock. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we added... This puppy right uh, there. Yeah. And so, and then you're supposed to pull through and then down and then discover the story of Buddy Ravel. Okay. But people were confused. The problem was there was so much going on. I never shot the insides of the clock, but the, the, um, it was so confused, not confusing. They tracked the Buddy story, but with all those kids being introduced and then landing on Jerry okay. and his sister, and then right away, kind of you're in, you're in the classroom going and Jerry it. gets the assignment and Jerry's in the bathroom. And you're like, whoa. And there's Buddy. Buddy arrives and you're uh, earlier and you're kind of, Whoa! What? Uh, you're you're trying to play catch up. Yeah. Mm. It wasn't Jerry's movie at it. In fact, Buddy was such a powerful reveal. In some ways, people thought it was Buddy's movie mm-hmm. on our sure. first screening.
0: Makes sense. Yeah. Right. Because
1: yeah. who gets the giant reveal? You would think at the end of a giant long shot landing on Jerry would say, yeah. "No, he." But it's a two shot of him and his sister. They go over the window. They look at who Buddy arriving. So thinking back on it later, what was I thinking, right? All yeah, that is leading to who Buddy, right, not Jerry, yeah, yeah. right? If you think about that opening, it leads to Buddy. So
0: Richard's pissed now. By the way, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, sorry, sorry, Richard, sorry, Richard. It could have
1: been your movie. You should have been on the poster. Um, but in, hey, I mean, I'm happy with it. Well, his fist yeah. is on the poster. Yeah, his fist is. Going mm. You
4: know, he comes up and goes. You Know at the urinal, he goes, right. Hey, uh, are you are you buddy Rebel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly.
5: Right?
4: And you know, my first line in all the movies I've done, I've done 160 productions. And and uh, my first line, hmm. he goes, Are you buddy rebel? I, I can't even say it these days, you know, you get. If you're a fag. <laughs> yeah, that's
5: right. Oh. That's right. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Why do I think that wouldn't have been your first line of favorite issue? No, no, no. No, no, no. I don't mean anything. No, I know. I know. It's in the no, movie. It's, it's in the movie. Yeah, it is. Quote. It's you a quote. You that can do quotes. Was that was the 80, That was the 80s. 80s. That was the 80s. It was the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> It was not that that not that that's an excuse, but it yeah. was the eighties, and yeah, and 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 I'm and I'm sure you're living that down to this very day, Richard. But it, but I had nothing to do with that. I was forced into that script. Right. But, but I was going to say. Right. So we right. so These that guests you have it's just ridiculous. It is bringing up everything we don't want to talk about. Um, so anyway, anyway, it, so that opening sequence leading back to Jim's song. Yeah. Yeah. Um was a reshoot or an additional shoot. Oh, okay. Yes. So the whole movie was shot in Ogden, Utah. Yeah. And, and it's set in California, by the way. Right? Yeah, well, yeah. you know, I don't think we ever say. Mom Super, oh. Supermom
0: has, says California. Okay, it. interesting. It says uh, the Sunshine That's State. That's so I think.
1: interesting. <laughs> Golden <laughs> State. You know, <laughs> you're right. We did make that choice, but not originally. Okay. Originally, it was meant to be somewhere. Somewhere
0: USA. Yeah. Anywhere USA.
1: Somewhere spooky and scary and gothic. You know, mm. we went to Ogden for the school. Yeah. Because if it's gothic... That opening architecture yes. that you see in the opening shot, yep. I saw that. And then I saw those giant windows. Yeah. No. You just don't see those in your average high school. No.
5: You just no. don't. No. Not even
1: on the East Coast.
4: Also on the roof, those scenes in the roof, you know, you see the mountains behind them. It's great. Beautiful.
1: And, the, and, and what sealed the deal for me was the parking lot because it's an arena. Yeah. You know, I wanted it to be like Ben-Hur. Oh, (laughs) gladiator hadn't come out yet, right? So, but I, so for me, for my generation, kids, it was called Ben Hur. I don't know what the hell this gladiator thing is, you goddamn gladiator. You like gladiator movies, Phil? Yeah, exactly. Have you ever been been in a men's locker room? All right, so this is taking on a theme. Anyway, so, all right, so, so I, so I, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I saw that parking lot. So you see the Big opening? Yeah, that's right. We we pull we pull up and I'm like, holy crap. I'd seen photos. Yeah. And I thought, this is it. This Perfect. is, you know, because yeah. I had written that opening for the school. Once okay. I saw the school, I had the idea of the clock and I had the idea of the, the steady cam shot. Anyway, I yeah. know I'm jumping all around no, here. No, no, no. So You're so sorry. Good. You're good. So so then I go to the Maybe. back parking lot and there's this towering, you know, three walls. Of, of like the arena, yep. I go. This is every. It's always in the parking lot, right? Yeah, so yeah. I mean, this isn't some dingy. Imagine if it was in California, some val, some parking lot in the valley. You just don't have right. Just yeah. imagine I had open, to it's fight. Very open. Oh yeah, yeah you know, know. Or, and, no, no fences. And probably. I had to fight like a like a crazed little banshee to convince them to let me to go to Utah. And the only reason I got to go is Steven Spielberg. The only reason really? the studio is like. Are you insane? Right. Take a production, take the actors, put everyone in hotels, put you the thing, like drive all our equipment there, et cetera, et cetera. Get a crew, get it. Yeah. And and they're like, why, why? You're there's thousands of high schools in LA. Yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> but how did you nail Ogden, yeah. Utah of all yeah. places? Well, I kept saying I want it to be gothic. I want it to be spooky. I, I've always yeah. tried in all my films to make the location a character. Totally, so, yeah. say when I did *State of Grace*, I wanted Hell's Kitchen to be a character in the film. Mm-hmm. You know, um, um, when when I did *Final Analysis*, I wanted San Francisco, the lighthouse, yes. like the very specific yes. characteristics of San Francisco, yep. the cable cars. Little so bit. I try to utilize the specific. The specific aspects of where I'm shooting. Just like Hitchcock did. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. And and Spielberg does, Mm -hmm. right? You know? So if he does West Side Story like New York is a major, right, is not a set. No, you're not just in a city.
5: Yes. Right. Or
1: a location. Yeah. A generic high school. Yeah. And you know, even, even John Hughes in breakfast club, right? That library, that school was a, was a character. Like he built that.
0: Absolutely. He just didn't go
1: to your basic library. He was like, no, I want this library, which there's never been a library like that in the history of right. high schools, right. but it, it didn't matter no. yeah. because he wanted you to go, where the hell is this? Yeah. And, and so, <laughs> right. By, and by I, the way, I was so yeah.
0: disappointed when I went to Saturday school for the first time and landed on a yeah. terrible gymnasium. Exactly.
1: So. I heard that, You looked at 225 different high schools. I did. We, well, so what we did was it's pretty cool. You can go to every state, and you go to the state you know, film board said, can you send us pictures of your high schools? Well, they photographed all the high schools. There's all kinds of productions and it's okay. easy to get. It's high school is one of the easier things to get photos of, okay. right? Cause it's kind of, it's controlled by the state. It's you know, it's easy sure. to get it's someone to go fun. quick. Yeah. So, you know, give me a hallway, give me the front, give me the back, you just want three or four photos. <laughs> it, so every state sent us photos, every state, you know? And I actually scouted a, a really cool high school in Chicago Okay. And because and we were casting in Chicago as well. So when I was there, I looked at a couple of high schools. And then we never cast in Utah. But when I saw, they sent a mm. folder of photos. And I was like, ding, 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 Get ding, ding, ding. I mean, yeah. It was over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was the right one. Wow. It was. And it was fun. Oh, my God. I have never been on a production before since of any sort where a community formed around uh, the movie it's that. a small town oh yeah right yeah. everyone because you know you know we were in a working high school did yeah. you know that so the school yeah. was in session when time. we yep. shot when you shot yeah
0: which at, is typical not typical no. do, do it in summer usually correct yep
4: so in the fight you know we did that for a week you know the fight that's you right. know, and I'm, and I sat down in my chair you know it was a folding chair fine.
1: You know, but fine, fine, better than a truck. We couldn't. Your mattress was too big to bring in.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You know, but girl came up. Can I have your autograph? I'm like, oh my god, I live in a truck (laughs) (laughs) down by
1: the river.
5: Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) really. And
4: And I thought that was it, and I gave it to her, and she went on and. There's a tap on my shoulder. It's like, can I you have your And I look back and there's like 30 people right behind her. Oh, and Richard. Like, yeah. And we're sitting in the parking lot and it, the movie hasn't even come out
1: yet. Yeah. You know? so so it, I mean, it, that's Ogden
0: for you. It was With Ogden. The and they field. all,
1: well, every, there's one high school. Yeah. And it's, a as you can see, like, so the gym scene is all them. The fight scene is hey, all them. Was that's the, oh. the whole school. Oh. Wow. Amazing. Uh, the high school. You know what?
0: Ogden uh, High.
1: I wanted to just say it's Ogden yeah. High, but yeah. it might have been like you know Roosevelt Ogden Roosevelt. Meta had a name, but I actually just always call it Ogden High. Yeah. Milton Berle. But yeah, yeah, Milton yeah, Berle High. <laughs> yeah. No <laughs> one knew amazing. Milton was from <laughs> Ogden. <laughs> um, That'd be but, fantastic. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So you're right, Richard. I did. I we did an insanely thorough search, which the studio didn't take seriously because they're like, yeah, yeah, he can look. It doesn't cost us anything to get photos from the states. True. And we'll be in L.A. We'll be in L.A. Yeah. And they kept showing me L.A., L.A., L.A. And they all look like L.A. high schools. You guys have seen them. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, every Disney show has pretty much shot in every one of them. Yep. And And um, so I I got Ogden and I, the studio was like, well, and I showed Steven. he goes, oh, yeah, you got to shoot it here. You gotta shoot it here. He's
0: gold. He's yeah. got. He's got. Yeah, it was. O- oh, it's over. Yeah,
1: they're like, oh, great. I guess we're shooting in Ogden. You, know, like, so, you know, like it was just. Oh, we love it now. There was oh, no boy. discussion oh, after wow. that. Although typical Steven, because he, you've never met a guy more serious about a budget. So the budget was five million, all yeah. in. And he goes, yeah, no, absolutely, we're doing it there, but it's still five million. I mean, we won't add anything to go there. So,
5: oh, boy, <laughs> it was interesting. Goes,
1: so, I mean, it's true. You'll probably get a few more days shooting if you stay in L.A. because traveling's going to take and all that stuff's going to take out of your budget yeah and the only way to get that out is to take days when you have to trim a budget really you got to trim days yeah that's because those are the big ticket uh, days make it up a hundred thousand a day you take out five days you say five hundred thousand dollars oh there's your ogden shoot you know <laughs> right. <I'm> like whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa whoa whoa, five days right, right. and so you know that's it was a, a 30 it, it ended up a 33 day shoot you know five days a week and and so it was i was like great whatever it takes because i knew
5: yeah.
1: i was really t- t- to your point your very first point about the movie yeah I was very, very nervous about making a high school film. At the time, it was a genre unto itself. Truly, And it was owned by a guy named John Hughes, right, who was already a household name. Yeah, right. So there's a brand of high school movie that you're up against. It's like saying, saying, I'm going to make a movie about- a little space alien who comes down and meets a family. Yeah. Like, ooh, <laughs> I think someone did that. Like, it's all right, I can take him on. Yeah. He, he's I, living I, at McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. Mac have, and me yeah. is going to be a hit. Yeah, day. that's right. <laughs> well, exactly. It's like you do, like, short circuit.
4: No matter what you say or what you do, you and me are going to fight when that bell rings at 3 o'clock.
1: Can't we be friends? Can't we even try? I don't need friends.
4: I wanna tell you what what I got. I was uh, in my truck with a sofa on the back of the truck and the tailgate, if it's up the sofa is not level. <laughs> if you put it down, it's level. <laughs> and I had a barbecue, you know, and I, I could live like that, but I was there was a trailer park in Marina del Rey. And I said, Can I leave my truck here, my friend? Was that yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it out. You know, and then a, a limo comes up and picks me up to <laughs> go to the movie. Wow. And it was for nine weeks, something like that. Yeah. Nine weeks. Yeah. And they dropped me back at the truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you went, from, yeah exactly, you went from being a movie star yeah. to the truck. Yeah, here's my had, sofa truck. I had a bodyguard. <laughs> it, sounds, it, it
0: sounds like Brewster's Millions, where he gets it to get yeah. exactly. Oh my God, Don't get me off on yeah. Brewster's Millions. Walter we'll be Hill. here for yeah. days. Uh, Don't yeah. get me off on
1: that. Oh, just released a new movie. <laughs> yep. Um. And which I was happy to see. Yeah, me too. Walter. Yeah, yeah I love Walter. Um. And so, so anyway, I I was nervous because extremely nervous, so nervous, and I probably have told this story before. So, but, but I mean, to all three people who've ever tracked it, but I turned down Three <laughs> O'clock High. Originally. Oh, yeah. He gave me the script that was called After School. Mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg called me to his office.
0: After hours, and he, after And by school. the way, Jim,
1: I'm going to get back to the opening sequence and how you yeah. ended up writing the song. Oh, yeah. About 15 minutes ago, I was there. Yeah. I, have not, <laughs> I will bring this full yeah. circle I'm just, back I'm
3: just enjoying watching this. Yeah. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot I was on the show. I was just <laughs> like, I wow, have forgotten because I'm
1: staring at you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot
1: because I'm staring at you and Richard the whole time. By the way, by the way, Jim. That opening was
0: by the way, yeah. Jim, Jim has not Jim and uh and, and Phil have not seen each other in quite some time Oh, uh, right. Jim,
1: it, it's yeah. been 20 years?
0: 30, 30 years. 30 years. Because and you're still uh,
1: looking as badass as ever, my friend. A, he's a badass. You yes. know, he is.
3: It's yeah. uh it's uh, all that clean living.
0: <laughs> That's what <laughs> it is, baby. <laughs> Look at you guys, and Richard's looking yeah. as felt as usual. So, yes. Uh, and he, and, hey,
1: and Richard even wore a suit jacket for I the yeah. occasion he in up. a car. So You're wearing
0: your, my two favorite teams. I, Phil's got a Tiger's hat on. Look, yep. Richard's got a Dodger's had, hat on. It's all good.
4: No, I I had to go see a judge. I'm sorry. Uh-oh,
1: Richard. Oh, we'll, no. we'll, we'll get into that at the yeah. end of the yes. show. Yes, we'll digress yeah. um, Yes. We'll that di- Bonus. That'll be bonus material. Richard's Richard's oh. No, he said it was a joke. Oh, Okay. Are, are, Wait. Uh, let me hear Are it. you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. So uh, anyway, so anyway, he he gave us. kid, called me up to his office. He goes, you know, we had done the two amazing stories. I'd had this huge break, as I was alluding to earlier, mm-hmm. and and you know, he had seen my student film and gave me my shot, and uh, you know, for I I don't know, it was just so lucky. Yeah. There's really no. It was just this window of opportunity opened up because of amazing stories. He felt comfortable testing me out That's on incredible. those. Yeah, because I don't know that he would have given me a movie off of that. He had done that with Kevin Reynolds, mm-hmm. who was also a film school graduate at USC, as I was. And he he had done, and he was my template. I was like, ooh, okay. I, I, I wasn't saying I'd be discovered by Spielberg, but Kevin Reynolds came okay. out of film school and got Fandango, yeah. which was his first film.
0: Great through movie, Steven.
1: by the way. Yeah, through Steven. And so I was like, ooh, that's the ticket. You got to make the film, show it around, and hopefully somebody says, go make a movie. I and mean, that's how naive I was. But instead, I kind of went, went the uh, farm... Route, farm team route, right? I yeah. went on to the farm team, which was, I mean, Amazing Stories is a pretty damn good farm team to start on. Yeah. It's the San
0: Jose Giants.
1: Yeah. Yes, right? I mean, it was... It, and also, I was directing alongside... Not alongside. Don't hang on. We were not side by side. But Scorsese and Spielberg yeah. Yeah. and Clint Eastwood and Danny DeVita. I mean, it was like... And Robert Zemeckis. I mean, it was pretty darn cool. An Bill show. Duano.
5: Right. yeah i mean A- i was show. i got
1: to meet all of very them. surreal i must it am- imagine was. Yeah. oh yeah and david yeah. lean comes and visits steven on the set of his yeah. you know and i'm like i mean akira Kurosawa is wandering around i mean i was literally you got to imagine talk about peaking early kids just let you know it's all you know everything's double-edged
0: you're like jerry you're like jerry when the teacher kids exactly he peaked
1: he peaked right then and there as, as did I. So anyway, <laughs> but you know, I'll, I'll take it. Better than nothing. Way better than nothing. It was incredible. So he gives me the script and it's called After School. And I go, oh, thank you. Okay. He's like, yeah, it's a high school movie. It's a comedy. I think you'd be great for it. So I, I go, you know, I go back. It was in the morning. I go back. I had an office, an amblin he had given me. And I go back and I read it. I know. I know. Everyone's like, what an this asshole. I mean, I know. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I get it. I, uh, I don't you know. want to do a high school movie. What yeah. do you want? Well, what do you want? Yeah. You know, I, should, I feel like, you know, anyway, the mea culpas I've had over this my whole know life. Know. What do you, it's the weirdest, you know. Hey, you know what? You know, I
4: was in LA uh, uh, on the bus. Uh, with $100 from Mobile, Alabama, to uh, Hollywood and Vine. And and I was there for two and a half years. And this casting director says, you got something there. Go train and come back. So it was five years I got my master from Cornell. And I came back, and 3 o'clock high happened. (laughs)
1: Wow. Yeah. And well well deserved. Well deserved. As I've said to you before, Richard, I know I made you audition 27 times, but it was always your part. I just wanted to torture you. <laughs> it was always my part. It was always your part. Yeah. No you one was close. Now you say that. <laughs> no, <laughs> you left. You left the room, and I turned to Nancy Nair, the castor, and I said, still. he's the one. He's Amazing. the one. And I said, but we should make sure. Yeah. We should make sure. We should have him read with everybody. Yeah, if
2: you got the time, just make him... Make him. This.
1: I heard he's living in a truck. I? Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, what's Jerry's? Yeah. Casey. Casey Schmascow. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, you said to me for that his audition uh, after we got back from New York. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just graduated from Cornell, and all my friends are down in New York trying to do uh, theater and stuff. I'm like Spielberg just put me in the Plaza. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Come here! Come on in! They were in the <laughs> And uh, I funny. didn't know I you were just that. looking for the the guy. Yeah, I know. And I didn't know I was in yet. But <laughs> I had like 17 blocks to go to wherever you, you were. Yeah, the little, the little soundstage. People.
1: And he's talking about a screen and test I got weekend in, there. Okay. in New York. I thought okay.
4: I'd lost the role. I thought I'd lost it. No. And... And I get there, and I'm not talking to anybody. I'm sweating because I've been running for 17 blocks oh, in New York City. And, and, uh, and later, this guy goes, we all talk, man, he's in character, man. He is yeah, there you go. Really? Yeah.
1: He's, he's living it you were scary you were scary Richard that's no no you were scary you're right you scared everyone <laughs> well
0: I, and, uh, I, and, uh, I know I know I said it earlier and I'll say it again it's lightning in a bottle it's it, lightning yeah. ball with 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 a with a lead villain quote unquote right you know you're this is your first feature film
1: yeah I was scared yeah and I and I so I read the script and I I was like oh man and it was a pretty the tone of the original script called after school as I said after school after was school, yeah. was terrible a, a name, by straight the way. A, straight up comedy Okay. You know, it was funny. It was funny, yeah. it was funny yeah. but it was not in any way kind of dark or or it wasn't a black comedy. Yeah. There was nothing kind of sinister about it. It was really just kind of a, 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 a straight ahead funny, uh, but 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 the tone was different. Okay, So I was like, oh, man, I cannot compete within this with John Hughes mm, and just another mm-hmm. straight up, you know, high school comedy about a bully and his yeah. kid. And what are you going to do? I just I don't know what to do with this. And no. it read very it read. Not generic, because obviously the characters add personality. All the characters that are in the main characters are all the same. Uh-huh. Um, I-, I added some peripheral characters later. But but anyway, and I-, I, went- I went back up to his office at the end of the day and I said, you know, it's just not for me. Wow.
5: <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. <clears throat> that's, yeah. That's some beating. Yeah, yeah, right yeah, which by the way was some foreshadowing for future bad decisions oh. that I've been making <laughs> throughout, the rest, throughout the rest of my career. So I was just warming up for the nineties when I really got it going. So, uh, anyway, you know what? Uh, That's a whole other podcast.
4: When I left Hollywood, uh, after being there for two and a half years and I broke into all the studios and they told me to go train, I came back and I said, I want to do, I want to come back to where I'm young enough to be in high school and (laughs) I got the
1: oldest,
4: ugliest motherfucker. Sorry, Uh, in high school, but I
1: made it. You did. Well, my theory was you'd been held back for seven years. absolutely. (laughs) In a row. I
0: don't know if I told this story, but I'll tell it again really quickly. I had a friend in elementary school named Mike Simmons, Mm. and he was he was a big kid. He was super tall. Like he looked like he was going to be a quarterback. In elementary school, right, right, I know those guys. And yeah. then I and then I remember he would. Uh, I got bullied by kids. He stuck up for me when the bullies were messing with me. And then we went over to his house after school one day, and he had like a bunch of trash in the front lawn. There were toys scattered everywhere. <laughs> he had brothers and sisters, and the house was a hoarding house. Like mm. it was, and he didn't want me to go in. He was embarrassed, mm. you know. But he was the sweetest guy, but he was the most intimidating guy. Mm. So when I see this character, Buddy Ravel on screen, I'm like. Is that what Mike Simmons was going to be? Because we lost tr- touch after elementary right, school. Is right. that what he was going to turn into when he who went knows? to high school? Who right? knows? So. Yeah.
1: It was, it was, um, and, and, but that's interesting because that backstory that he was a sensitive guy who understood, you know, had a friend that he would protect. Yeah. Maybe that was Buddy in elementary school, right? That's he was, how he I, went from protector yeah. to bully. Because yeah. what does he do in the end? He doesn't punch punches lights out in the in the nope. student store. He gives him the money right, back, right? right. And he smiles. And he nods always, at yeah, because it's like he has respect. Because he has an ethic. Yep. Buddy had right. an ethic, and I think that's what people go. Oh, okay. Like that's it's yeah. not it's not black and white. No, you know, he's just not a one note bad bad guy who's going to kick your ass.
0: And 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 credit to Barry Sonnenfeld, who's your cinematographer, mm. and, and but but you hold the the shot on Buddy richard richard mm. you smile at the end at at jerry and it's it's so subtle but it's oh, and you wouldn't necessarily man, it's beautiful go ahead go ahead
4: it was the smallest smile ever in the history of the of the movies i think it was just like <laughs> oh that's that's what someone said to me you know they like it's the smallest smile ever, you know, but it was a smile.
0: And but it, it spoke volumes. It's, it's really funny. You know, funny. That,
1: scene, yep. that scene made him a human. You know? mm. Yep. Yeah, well, and, and uh, Richard, uh, as I recall on the day, he was like, but would I really smile? <laughs> would I <laughs> smile? Right. I mean, he hit me with brass knuckles. <laughs> it really wasn't fair. And he didn't really win. And fair? <laughs> <laughs> and I and I'm like. Yeah, I know, but but you, the kid, had yeah. guts. You brought out the brass balls. knuckles. Yeah, I mean, you brought on. them. You were going to use yeah. them. Yeah, but that's my signature move. Yeah. That's what, yeah. everyone Brother. knows. Everyone knows like, I have brass knuckles. Needs, yeah. He just always carried them. You know. Yeah.
4: With a car key.
1: You know, the GTO. That's, yeah, they're just for intimidation, you know. And, uh, and he's like, and he's like uh, let's do some takes where I don't smile at all. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. all right, that's good, Fair. you know. Right. I'm only a day over schedule and Spielberg has called me at lunch from Shanghai, China. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Spielberg that day I'm calls me day from lunch. Yeah, on that scene, we went a day over. Because all those kids walking in yeah. are students. So they're walking in, and they laugh, and they walk in, and they're giggling, and they, they're not actors. All right. the kids that say, oh, I'll have five bucks. Yeah, wait for me. Thanks, Jerry. Great job. Wow. Way to go. Those are all students from the high school. Wow. None of them have ever been on camera. So, and they're all like All the students in the room, everyone watching the scene, all of them wow. are, are students from the high school. Okay. The only actors are the main actors. So- they're blowing it, and they're screwing up, and yeah. they're giggling, and I'm trying to not yeah. be mean and scare them too right. much. Then right. they freeze, but at the same time, I'm like, guys, yes. we got to yes. get this. Yeah. So basically- no Yeah, I'm supposed to shoot that whole scene, the, te- the whole thing in the student's store from the very beginning of them going, wow, well, looks like, you know, too bad, Jerry. Dah, 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 the cops are coming. The opening all the way to the end. Wow. All the way to the end, ex- except the teacher- which was part of an added reshoot. Yes. In Los Angeles. Yes. So anyway, the test audience wanted to know what, what happened, happened to her because yeah, they yeah. loved that scene. Right. Yep. So so which was <laughs> in the original script. The best scene in the original script was was the kiss. Turn of the screw was in the first. That alone should have made me say yes. Right. Of That's just yeah. turn of the screw. I should have <laughs> said yes.
4: But but anyway, so we're behind. Hey buddy, buddy didn't
0: kiss anybody. No. no. Oh, no. buddy could have had whoever yeah. he wanted. He, he,
1: he kissed something. He kissed the uh, You know, Buddy uh, left. Buddy, <laughs> left. <laughs> I'm Ms. Farmer, Ms. buddy left. Sorry, Miss Farmer. Miss Buddy left. Miss Farmer met him in the parking lot and was like, "Hello, Buddy." Um, but anyway,
0: yeah, Mr. Rice was there and he goes, "Can, I, I, can I see you yeah, for a moment?" For a moment, Jerry please? in yes. the student store.
1: <laughs> exactly. So anyway, <laughs> exactly. So awful. I, so I, uh, uh, um, Spielberg calls me. He was doing Shanghai. Uh, uh, he was doing um, Empire of June? the Sun in oh. Shanghai. Oh, Empire of the Sun. Empire of the Sun. <laughs> And uh, they go, Stephen's calling at lunch. I'm like, what? He's in China. He can't be calling. He's like, oh, he's calling. I'm like, hello? He's like, I hear you're going to be a day over. It's lunch.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, crap. And I am projected to be a day over. I'm not yeah. technically yet a day over, but I was on schedule until that one day on 33 days. And, he, and he's like, this is it. I'm only giving you one day today. That's it. You can oh, go one great. day over. Wow. Don't go another day. Like oh my god! Oh. I'm like, and I'm thinking, and you're gonna put your name on the movie for this, right? For scaring the crap out of me in the middle of the shoot, <laughs> you know? And he's like, since you're obviously wow. like like calling me from China, that's how closely you're watching what's going on. And wow. is
2: his name? Is no, his name anywhere no, in the movie? No, it's not. That's no, a, it that's not. another story yeah. we'll
1: tell down yeah. the down the road if you want. But uh, <laughs> no, it's not. His name is not on the film. But thanks for thanks for making me you know pee my pants in the middle Seriously, of the shoot. No. Day. Oh yeah, my, my legs turned to jello. Um, I'm in the I'm like you know in the office the production There's office. I'm, tri- I'm trying. Yeah, I'm. Trying not to cry. I swear to God, I'm so scared. How old scared. were you, by the oh, way? way? Uh, let's see. So this was 86. 15, yeah. 16. 86 it came out in 20, 87. But it you came out did. But it's 86. I was 25. Oh, no. Wow. No, I, was, I turned 25 in 86. So I was 24. Wow. When we Amazing. Really shot so, so,
4: I remember that day uh, when Buddy comes back with the money. Yeah. You said, How do you want to give him the money? I was like, just want to drop it.
0: Yeah. And that was worked, yeah. so
1: well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because that's what you do, so well.
1: right? Yeah, instead of like setting it down wherever he held it in his fist and his fist. And, right. Yeah. Sorry,
2: I want to interrupt. I gotta do the direction thing because you never told us I'm, what turned gotta... you around to get actually do <laughs> <to> the script. Yeah.
1: <sighs> so I, I Went home that night. I said to Steven, you know, and he's like, okay, okay, I get it. You know, I explain why. He's like, I hear you. I hear you. You know, it's kind of, and I use, I think I use, it. would be like going up against you, Steven. It'd be like making a, you know, sci-fi movie about aliens. Like I really use, he's like, I see, I see, I see how that would be. And you know, I'm like, oh, good. Yeah, I, that worked. So I get the hell out of there. And I go home. I'm living in a little apartment in Pasadena. Actually, I'm sharing an apartment with my sister. Like, that's my life at that point. Me and my sister live in this little like apartment complex. It. it wasn't that far from your truck. And, uh, and, I, and, and I'm sitting there thinking, if someone had come to me, you know, two years ago in film school and said, just so you know, two years from now, Steven Spielberg's going to offer you a $5 million feature, and you're going to say no.
5: And, yeah.
1: I mean, I would you know. I'd hit the guy in the head with a crowbar and said, Get out of here. That's never going to happen. <laughs> right. So I thought, You're insane. You've lost your mind. You just, you've gotten ahead of yourself here. Yep. Oh my God, you idiot. You just blew your chance to direct the movie for Steven Spielberg. So I rushed back the next morning, like 8 a.m. I'm you probably didn't there. sleep th- that well oh, that no. night. Yeah. I'm yeah. a wreck. I, I, I get there. at 8 a.m. As soon as Amblin opens, yeah. you know he gets in like 9:30. I just yeah. sat there in front of his office <laughs> right, a, like a like a wayward puppy dog, and yeah. I just sat there. He came in, he's like, "Oh, uh, Phil, what are you doing?" I, "Hey," I'm like, oh, can "I just going to talk to you for a minute. Please go." Yeah. And I'm thinking he's giving it away. <laughs> right, he right. already sent already it to gone. another director. Yeah. Some other guy sure. got it last night. Sure. He's already said yes, and yeah. I'm out. I literally that's what I thought. Yeah. And he comes and like, come on in and I say, so I made a big mistake. And I'd really like, oh, great, great. Yeah. I'll tell Sid and Sid Scheinberg, who ran the studio at the time, Amazing. and we'll do it. Fantastic. Amazing. So wow. I changed my mind. And I and then I said, the only thing I was thinking is, could I take a run at the script as well? Because I I'd, I'd had some ideas. Okay. It, it, you know, now that I'd said no, I was gonna say yes. I'm like, well, what are you gonna do? Because it still had the same problem. Yeah. I saw yeah. how to differentiate myself from the pack of films exactly. that were out there yep. and from the tone of John Hughes. Yeah. You know, I just could not do that. You didn't and want to I, be a typical right.
0: bully movie. No,
1: yeah. I, had to, I you know, had to, you know, my bodyguard had been yeah. like, how do I get away from, my bodyguard wasn't funny, but it's still going to be compared. No, yes, but right? a lot yes. of those, like,
0: we talked about this on our show, Tough Turf and Karate yeah. Kid and yes. like movies that have a, 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 well, a an antagonist. It, it's you
1: know? really funny when Stephen finally saw the movie, when it was, I had the first cut and all the he goes he goes, what did you do? And I go, <laughs> well, I go. What do you mean? He goes, well, like, this is like, like a like a high school movie made by Scorsese. You know, I'm like, oh. I, I perk yeah, up, yeah. like yes. And he goes, he goes. I thought, I thought we were doing Karate Kid in high school. Yeah. And I was like, oh well, yeah. mm, we yeah. had a little, you know, kind of two ships passing in the night on that one. We missed each other yeah. on that. I I had seen After Hours. And it struck me the night. It's
0: my favorite score season. Yes, film, by the I, way. I oh my. Yeah,
1: and nice. I I had seen you know, come out recently and I was like, This is after hours. This is he you know, um he's he stuck in Soho, yeah. right? And and I'm gonna do. It's stuck in high school. Yeah, and it's gonna be all clocks. Griffin, z- z- Griffin D- Dunn, z- 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 yes, It's yes, stuck, and I and I'm z- 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 and all those rapid push-ins. Yeah, and no. all that whole style. Yeah, I am gonna steal every single move Scorsese made in that movie. Great, pay homage,
0: which is exactly yeah. what I did.
1: Great, and no, no, it wasn't an homage. I mean, steal. I got. <laughs> it wasn't an the homage. Oh no, I sat there. It was like shot for shot, literally <laughs> writing down a wide-angle low push-in whip pan, dolly zoom, all the stuff. Amazing. and the sound it's design like the clock yes the, the clock, clock is a, was total such a character yeah well yeah. the clock such became a character. well and that's why he made Soho a character too didn't he I mean, talk about making how do you make Soho menacing yeah. soho right. is like the most unmenacing part of new york city totally. right it's like the most it's like the cutest part of especially new york city especially in spring exactly yeah. no. <laughs> and we all know why that is yeah. so hey, i no. uh, i i lived in new york too yeah yeah,
5: yeah.
1: why haven't you called me
4: it's <laughs> oh, a good time to ask you in the middle of the story. In
1: thirty years, thirty. Years. I don't because you never gave me your number. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, that
4: ghosted Goes to me. No, the, my, my number changed. That. There you ah,
1: go.
2: There, there, you, there go.
4: you
1: go. Well, remember this is all pre-cell phone and pre-text. You yeah. do think about how different it would have been, you know, Jim. Just like us staying in touch. Jim and I got back in touch through. I mean, I was a complete digression. But since Richard pressed the button,
5: yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, you know, through <laughs> through social media. Yeah. You know, but I mean, just it. it yeah. It is a bummer because I do think of all the people I got to work with that had it been as easy as a text, as yeah. opposed to call, machine, call me back, to, and not cell phones. Well you can't right? yeah. call me back at my home where I'll miss you and you'll miss me and we <laughs> give up. You finally give yeah. up, right? Yeah. No email, you'd have to write a letter. Yep. So it was letters or real phones in real homes.
0: That's why you can't make after yeah. hours now. Because Exactly. Oh, you know, there's be, all yeah. ki-
1: Cell phones have been the, the most single most besides CGI, yeah. the most single most destructive element uh, uh factor in storytelling mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. you know yeah. because you're just like well just use mm. your cell phone yeah. just you're, you're in jeopardy it's yeah. just, so it's always like you know and you can't really use anymore the old the old i don't have a signal you're like nah, nah. they have a signal yeah. in everest <laughs> now I,
5: yeah. I, those yeah. guys did yeah. you read
1: into thin air they were calling yeah, right. from the top of everest <laughs> so right i mean <laughs> nah, i don't i don't think so so you know i mean maybe if you're like in you know the Zamibia, and you're like yep. in the jungle. You might. Mibia. All right, so I said yes, and I had my notion. Was three o'clock high, and uh, the other movie I stole from was Road Warrior. So I took, I took the fight was from Road Warrior. So all the moves, well, the car er-
0: pulling up is very Road Warrior. Oh, that's aspect. the shot. Yep.
1: It's from the opening sequence. In yeah, Road totally. Warrior. Yep. It's the shot. It's not as good. He did it better. I like. I couldn't figure. He had the, I don't know, he had some piece of equipment that was better than mine. But I was like, I couldn't get quite, that's why I had to have him step up on the curb.
5: Oh. Right? Oh. He
1: had to do the step. Richard had to st- I remember being so frustrated, because I wanted, but he- so Miller has it on the deck, yes. right? It's yeah. on, underhung, like an inch off the deck. But my underhung, yeah. and maybe it was just a different camera body, we were using Panavision, ah, maybe he was using Aeroflexes, so mm. I couldn't get on, and he might have had a mirror we'll system. We'll get him on to, to Answer to, yeah. me this, there, are, is, <laughs> there was back then a mirror system you could shoot, that you'd shoot down into a mirror and it would reflect, so that way you could really be on the deck, but we didn't have that. Oh, okay. that. And there's periscope lenses, too, that can put you. Mm. So he was on the deck, My I was under what's called underhung, you okay. underhung hung the camera, and we dollied up, and when it, so I wanted him to pull up and do it really like George Miller, like right on yes, the pavement. Yes. It's like the camera, it was looking down at his boot. I'm like, no, you don't look down at the boot. <laughs> You don't look down at the boot. No. You don't look at the shoelaces. You look at the toe of that boot, boys. So everyone's like, well, that's sorry, Phil,
2: that's as low as the camera goes. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I'm like, I told you, I'd shown you the shot.
1: You didn't give me the right equipment. They're like, you know, and I'm 24. What the hell do I know now? That wouldn't happen. Then I was like, well, where's my George Miller shot? So I told Richard, I said, you'll pull up and then you'll step on the curb. And that got the boot up. Which yeah. works. It works. Yeah. yeah. And then that gave me the, so that gave me the shot and it still wasn't as low as it should have been. And then we boom up onto him and, and he does that lean back on the car yeah. oh. you know, that, and that was Richard. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, it, cause I, he was, I just had him standing there like, dun, dun, yeah. dun. and he goes, no, I'm going to, I'm going to lean back and take it all in. And this is where, and this is, really where, and this really is where for all you, for all you filmmakers out there, this is where the truth of the matter is great actors make your movie. Okay, because I worked with oh, actors nice. who just do what I've asked. Mm-hmm. And what they get is a is a mediocre Phil Juano performance. Because I'm no actor. I, I I say, here's what I need you to do. You get out of the car, you stare down the school. Yeah. And they yeah. will do it. Yeah. They'll do what I asked. And I'm like, I can't be mad. I'm like, yep, there right. it was. And we'd have walked away yeah. and I'd have had it. And a great actor like Richard goes. Hey Phil, can I uh, try? Wh- I want to kind of lean back and just soak it all in. Yeah. And he gives you that detail. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. again, don't get me wrong. I did not make Citizen Kane. I am not delusional. I understand. We're just talking <laughs> specifically about this movie, f- fans out there. I know this is not the Godfather we're talking about, right? It's not the Sonny in the Toll Booth. But anyway, you know, <laughs> he, he, we, we boom up, and it makes the moment and it isn't the shot yeah the shot i stole the shot the shot isn't even me i stole it from another guy maybe he stole it i don't know but I, <laughs> but i right but i get up there and it's him yeah it's not the car it's not the wardrobe it's not the great hair it's yeah. not the it's it's his his instincts his talent Is what makes that moment, and there are a hundred examples of that of all the actors in this show, Mm. of all the actors bringing more to this movie. So when we talk about well, the direction, I I like to think I put actors in a position to be great. You did. You You want, but it's the actors that make it great, right? It's the way, right? It's that you know? What's your favorite movie, Jerry? You know. Turn of the screw. That's them. <laughs> That's them, right? I mean what's yeah. you know what's your favorite book? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, what's your yeah. favorite book? You yeah. know, what's your yeah. favorite book, Jerry? What's your screw. favorite movie, Jerry? What was it? No, it's what's your favorite, you know, what's your favorite book? Yeah. book I'm saying yeah. sorry, because it's a movie too. Oh, okay. uh, it's a very famous movie, he but I think anyway, Lady Chatterley's yeah. lovers. There you go. So and, and that was in the first draft. And that I read, yes, exactly. And, uh, you know,
0: um, Behind the green door.
1: So it was... Uh,
0: with something with Kurt Long John
1: or something? Yes. Like I so, love that book. Yes. So anyway, so so back to the yes. So I did that. And then what I did was he let me take a run at the script. And what I did is I just juiced it up with all the, you know... Added some Menace, added the Switchblade, added the Duker and Dolinsky, um, you know, Dean of Discipline, who, the actual, my high school Dean of Discipline was named Wojtek Dolinsky, really? which is a little quick aside, I didn't tell anybody. So I had his name on the <laughs> nameplate, I have swastikas, <laughs> I have the evil stuff, right? Wow. And that's Wojtek Dolinsky, yeah. my producer, a wonderful guy named David Vogel, my line producer who uh-huh. had done amazing stories with me, he, uh, you know, watched the film and, I, and I'm thinking, I wonder if Wojtek, who was not a particularly nice man. Voytech's gonna be upset about this somehow down the yeah. road. I mean, am I, is it really, hmm. So about two weeks before the movie comes out, which would have been about 35 years ago, I go, hey David, do you think it's a problem that my real dean of discipline in my high school is named Voytek Delinsky? Well, you've never seen blood drain from a man's face faster than oh, oh. He's like, what did you say? I go, yeah, his real name, I mean, it's not a big deal, right? I mean, it's just real life. Yeah. It's not, a, I mean, he really had the job, so it isn't yeah. like I said, hey, I didn't make him a Nazi guard. You know, I didn't say, you know, I I said. He was an enthusiast. Exactly. So he's like, don't you tell a (laughs) soul. I am the last person you will ever tell that to. Don't tell Steven. Don't tell the studio. Oh, my God. And he's thinking, if this guy comes after us, eh." anyway, the end of the story I hear, he was still at my (laughs) high school at the time. I'm not that far out of high school at that point. He loved it. Wow, um, of course he did. dined yeah. out yeah. on it for the rest of, of course. his school year. Of course he did. Of course. You may not uh, realize, but I'm, uh, you know, I'm the yeah. Dean of Discipline at three o'clock high. Yeah. <laughs> first day of school. Hello, students. You may yeah. not realize this. So anyway, yeah. it, was, it was the opposite. Yeah, that's
5: fantastic.
3: So I Phil and I went to the same high school. Yes. And so I didn't know the first time I saw three o'clock, I had no idea. And there's Wojtek Delinsky, <laughs> Dean of Discipline. And I was like, I spent so much time in that guy's office. Oh, oh my I was God. like, Holy shit, I can't believe he did that. That is awesome.
1: Yeah, it was quite the, it was a little bit legendary in the school for a while.
4: <laughs> I get people coming up to me, you know, and just, you know, touching my shoulder. Oh. And I stop. Uh. I stop and like, <laughs> you must be. What does Buddy Revell say when, after the slow motion, it goes to slow motion.
1: That's- yeah, he goes, you made me mad, Jerry. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to work it off.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah, you can't get over it. But the people to this day accidentally touch me and yeah. I turn slowly uh-huh. and it's funny. It's funny, man. Yeah, well that
1: aspect was not in the original after school. The touching was not it, that's oh, a, that's that was good, the good first ad. thing good I ever put that in? Yeah, good that ad. was not in the you, you just you he oh. just asked you, he just upset you. In the bathroom, yeah. and by asking to right. do the article, and and he was upset that he was going to make a big deal out of him uh-huh. in this article and expose his history, yeah. his sordid past. But
4: also the introduction going in, hey, he, he killed. He, None of that was he, in the original he, script right. either. Really? The whole,
1: oh yeah, that whole Steadicam shot was added
4: with the music, with the
1: music and everything. That yeah. was badass. Yeah, that. I mean, that well, and and pre Copacabana Scorsese. So I'm just saying, yes, you know, I'm just, and I'm not trying to say he might have stolen my shot. Well, you know, he's probably a fan <laughs> of Three O'clock High. Yeah, well, he's thinking, okay, right. the guy stole everything from After Hours, right? Yes. right? He's like, yeah. I deserve to steal his thing, you know, his opening shot. In good fellows, and you, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what <laughs> happens. Well, if you're you know, 100%, and since Scorsese happens. will most likely never hear me say this, I feel if pretty safe. About it. I, I, yeah, what are you, oh, what are you <laughs> saying? What are you saying about our podcast? Number Phil? one podcast, yeah, hey. it's like the Dean of
2: Discipline. It gets back, it gets, he gets back. back.
1: He'll be dining out, yep. you know, be like, Many of you, Phil finally caught me. Phil yeah. finally, yeah. finally caught me. I he love finally that finally got, one. got. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> If you're gonna take a Scorsese movie, After Hours is the one to take.
1: For the yeah. oh, and it was, and After Hours meets Road Warrior. I'm like, I can make that Come one. Yes, yes. I can make now. And by the way, I'm thinking, and I'm certain that I will now be putting the canon of George Miller and Scorsese after this film, I and mean, it'll, it'll be <laughs> obvious.
0: Well, and then to did, all And then did, did you get the touching not. part from uh, the character in Stripes who didn't like to be touched? No,
1: because. I've oh. never made that connection. Psycho. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Psycho. Psycho. Yeah. Psycho. Yeah. Uh, what he say? Get uh, oh, your I,
3: meat hooks off me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What did he say? And you, down. Uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then, but me. then. Um, kill you. Oh, my God. But then, but then Sergeant Holka is like mellow out psycho. What's he saying? Uh, uh, lighten uh, up, Francis. Lighten up, Francis. That's why. <laughs> lighten, like, lighten up, Francis. <laughs> Love oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you and your friends made it with that cow? All right. So um, I want to party with you, cowboy. All right. So anyway, Bill Murray. Hey, hey, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I
3: think they took your exact shot. Of Buddy there for the first episode of Stranger Things, that really is, yeah. There's a big reveal where door car pulls in, door opens, boot comes down, lean back, and I was like, I've seen that.
1: Yeah, oh. I I noticed that too, mm. and I there are there are actually um, several uh, visual references, I mean, on purpose or accidentally or not, in Stranger Things to Three O'clock High. I've, yeah. I've noticed uh, throughout, particularly the first season. And uh well there's uh, your
0: deep cut for the mm. true film fans.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. So there are there are and South Park, did you guys ever see the South Park fight? that they did no. that's literally cut for cut, three o'clock high? Oh, no.
0: really? Oh, no. Yeah. Amazing. Oh yeah. It's, it's, really? it's
1: the, yeah. The walking up, the walking up, the kids in the windows, the yeah. why it's, I don't know the episode title, but I think if you put in, if you're probably putting YouTube South park, three o'clock high homage, there's a, there's South park, the little okay. wow. Wow. homage. Okay. And then of course there was the remake they did recently. Hey, do they knock out the principal? <laughs> yeah. I added that. Yeah. And, and the, um and that's Down the, right yeah, the, yeah, there it is. There's not going to be a fight today. Yep. John P.
2: Ryan, don't fuck this up, Mitchell. Is like the universal phrase (laughs) that's all the fans know. You get one fuck in PG thirteen, you
1: get one fuck. We had two. Um, We had two fucks in the movie, and we and one of the other fuck was from Richard. Yep. Yeah, you know, didn't even fuck. How do you? What does he say to him? He's in the gym. He's like, you're the
0: biggest pussy I I ever met. Yeah, biggest fucking
1: (laughs) pussy I ever met. But it's in there, and we had to loop it. Yeah. You know. Didn't even try. Yeah, he didn't try. But I love that. that. Didn't even try. How does it feel? Feel, Yeah.
4: Yeah. (laughs)
0: When he he
1: says that, that
4: uh, uh,
0: what you said about you know changing direction with uh, Spielberg and going with the movie, it makes me think of Jerry when he has the opportunity to get out of the fight, gets out of the fight. Yes. But then he sits there for a minute and he thinks to himself, it's like, no, is this my legacy? Is this yeah. what I want yeah. to be remembered? Is this who I am? Is this how I want to be remembered yeah. by? Wink, yeah. wink. Yeah, And so right. he comes back. So here you are Yeah, doing it. so. We, You're not a pussy, So film. here we go. You're one, not a pussy, Phil. That's right. Thank you. Something. One hour later, one hour later, I'm going
1: to get to that opening sequence and here it is. I'm telling it now.
0: Wait, before, can I interrupt
3: you?
1: Yeah, <laughs> of course.
3: I want to no. hear, I, I want to hear about the shot with the all the bookshelves falling down.
1: Okay. Oh. Because
3: speaking of that, I saw that in a candy bar commercial years later.
1: Yeah, and you know there's (laughs) another, and you know there's another the mummy. If you guys ever watched the mummy, there's a bookshelf. Falling, falling, falling like dominoes. The original Black and White? No, no. The Mummy, the Brendan Brendan Fraser movie. Oh, okay. Yes, there's a library sequence that I'm like, oh, our bookshelf gag. There you go. And you never know if anyone is really... I mean, he can't be the only person that thought of knocking over bookshelves and dominoes, but it looks pretty similar. Yeah. And, and, uh, uh, you know, so um, the... uh, uh, If only The Godfather was made after 3 o'clock high, I'm sure there'd (laughs) be something Coppola would (laughs) have started. But uh, anyway... The books all fell out, and I
4: and I after they said cut, I went over to help pick up the books. Mm-hmm. And they go, "What are you doing? You're you're in the movie." You well, don't, the reason you why I have
1: to pick up the books, but you did. There was a reason you had to pick up the books. There was a reason we all had to pick up the books. So that's right. We oh. had to. There were four takes, as I remember. Well, well, two. We but had to pick him up. Yeah. So what happened was, what happened was, it was designed to be as a as a oneer, as they call you know a shot without a cut. Okay. So you know right. he knocks out the football player, and and once he falls into the first book, we cut out wide, and the books go boom, 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 boom. The first pile of books, and then there's a knight right. in shining armor that gets hit by the first the first set of books. The knight in shining armor spins. Yeah. He falls into the next <laughs> set of books, and then boom, 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 boom. All those books go down. Rube Goldberg. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. revealing. <laughs> Uh, Jerry and Vincent, (laughs) Uh, right? right, They're facing just standing there, like in the perfect hiding (laughs) place, right? But and then it's not. And and then, okay, come on, do you remember what you did there, Richard? After the books fell, what did you do? I pushed in on you, blood on your finger, and what did you do? Shh. Yeah, because they made noise in the library. They (laughs) noisy library. So again, that's <laughs> what makes Buddy, like, it's not what you'd expect. You'd expect you'd see them over yeah. there, walk over and start kicking their ass yeah. or grab them and yeah. scare them and throw them against the wall and say, I'm gonna get you at three mm-hmm. o'clock, not now, not here, it's gonna be in front of everyone. Nope. He'd say something, no. Yeah. And then he just walks out. He knows, and, that's and I have that. to say, the
4: guy, the guy, what's his name? Uh, he's he was an offensive guard at UCLA.
1: Yeah, he was. Guy. He was. He was a and, good
4: guy. And I stand up. He's about a foot taller than
0: me. <laughs> <He> was, <laughs> like, was, it, was it Craig? Craig Maddie? Yeah, the yeah Craig Maddie. Yeah. He was.
1: He was way bigger. Played by Mike Jolly. Yes, yeah. Mike. Yeah. And he was way. There you go, Mike. Yeah. yeah. He told he was good. He, he 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 did well. And so anyway. Um we do the first take, and it's supposed to be like I say, a one, and, and if we get it in one, it's over, yeah, so the way we did it was, you know, we knock over the books with his body actually did it it was teetering, so all he had to do was fall into it, <laughs> he falls into it, bam, bam, bam bam, it hits the knight in shining armor. For that, we had a guy hidden with a cable behind down low, and he pulled the knight to make sure it would actually spin because okay. it was on a turntable, uh. so, it, so it actually didn't because it normally would have fallen away from the books, right. right, but it had to do a pirouette. And then land right. to its left, right. So it did it like a ninety <laughs> so degree good. pirouette, and an so he pulls it, and then and this was something I had I had added to, to the script as well. This this moment at the books falling, and because uh, I'd always wanted to see just books yeah. fall in a library. Yeah. And so then uh, <laughs> um, Who doesn't. Yeah. And then and then there was another guy on a cable set, uh, that was supposed to pull the second set of books because the knight's shine armor wasn't really heavy enough to make the books fall. Mm,
5: okay. It was just
1: it was fake. So. The first guy, so they're watching each other, right? So the first guy, the books fall, hits the knight. The first guy pulls the knight. It spins, but not, he didn't pull it hard enough to knock the knight over. It spins and stays. The knight doesn't fall over. But the second guy has seen him pull. He can't see the knight. He's hidden. So he sees the pull. So he knows it's my turn to pull. He yanks, and the books go boom, 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 and reveal uh, Jerry. Right? Jerry and Vincent. But the night's still standing there perfectly. It did not pirouette and fall, and so therefore there's no cause and right, effect. Right, yeah, yeah. So we're all just standing there. Oh, and and the <laughs> producer who is smart goes, you know, it, it's, it's what producers oh. supposed to do. He goes, you know, we could always just do a cutaway yeah. of the knight falling into the first shelf of books, okay. right? Yeah. So we go bam, 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 bam. Cutaway. Night yeah. hits. Cutaway. Back out wide. Bam, bam, bam. I go but then it wouldn't yeah. be a wonder.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you need yeah. the wonder. You need no, the wonder.
1: It wouldn't be a wonder. Yeah. He's like, "You're right." Yeah. Let's go. And I'm like, everyone pick up the books. Yeah. And my, my yeah. mom and dad were visiting with my sister. <laughs> oh, really? They're picking up books. The actors are picking up <laughs> oh, every single, the That's producer, funny. every person. That's my mom and dad incredible. and my sister are putting books back Hilarious. in the show because it was all man, right, yeah. behind. Like Spielberg right? said, Spielberg? no, we're going over yeah. schedule. <laughs> He'll call from China. Yeah, no, 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 no. He's got it. You know, he's surveilling us probably. eyes
2: everywhere. Yep. If
1: we hey if in the day, he's probably be watching on the internet, you know, it's like, I saw that, yep. I saw that, but do it. No, do the insert, Phil. It's do it. You know what, though? He wouldn't have made me do it. He's all about yeah. wonners, as we know. Yeah, he would have been a no, no, no reset yeah. those books. He would have. So we redid it, and you know, we made sure that the, that the night would fall over.
3: Second take, happy. everything went great, right? Yep,
1: take two. So take yeah. two, oh, take okay. two was it, and uh. Richard might have been thinking about the punch. The p- the punch took some time well, to get right. Well, he brought right. that up in the beginning of
0: the episode. Yeah. Maybe you could talk a little bit. So, did you have him... Sh- did you shoot that one t- once or...
1: Uh, the punch on the punch on Craig? Yeah. Oh, no. That was multiple. Because that, you know, we could just reset. Okay. Because just one one or two shells. Yeah. We just set up that. He only, as you could see... And there were big close-ups for the for the punch, close-up, close-up, wide, and then yeah. a separate cut of him falling in. So I didn't, I just had him fall off camera. I didn't have okay. him fall into the books until the time came, and then he fell into the books like what, once or twice. Yes, and and that was that. The fall into the books is he had to slam into it pretty good. Yeah, and um, uh, Craig and and uh, or Mike and and so yeah, that was a big. You know, it it's funny. This movie has just like these weird stories and moments and, and just there's, it was just a one-off, ex- it was a very, in my experience later having, you know, <clears throat> since 35 years ago and, yeah. and uh, you know, I've been, I guess, since we're including making stories up to like 37 years or something right. now, I've had a lot of experiences and now you look back, you don't know it at the time, of course we never did.
5: Yeah.
1: It was a really, it was a very unique filmmaking experience well even down to the point of you and jim
0: making yes. a connection before this movie was even made yes right with the jim jim was on our show and talked about uh teaching you guitar, having guitar lessons yeah. right which i finally made good on this past <laughs> year <laughs> <laughs> I i'm so the, glad uh, yes i and finally I fi-
1: exactly yeah. I, broke, yeah. I broke i broke i was like it's a cliche and i don't yeah. give a shit yeah i'm buying a, <laughs> buying a guitar and i did and, and you and i learned youtube didn't have jim yeah. But that's an incredible thing, right? I mean, I can learn online.
0: Yeah. Well, did you hear what uh, I think it was Hawaiian Airlines did? Mm-hmm. They they gave everybody a ukulele. Ukulele, I and saw so the that. Flight to Hawaii, they gave ukulele lessons the entire way, so yeah. they all knew how to play the ukulele. And, at and the end. on one hand, I
1: thought, wow, oh that's so God. cool. Yeah, yeah. And on the other hand, I thought, ooh, that might have been a long flight. Yes, for one yeah, yeah. yeah, right. person. I, <laughs> <off. off. Yeah, laughs> yeah, I think I, mean, I would have gotten off. Yeah, that's like one of those. You know, it's one of those parachute <laughs> over the Pacific. Where
2: did it originate? the Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it
1: was <laughs> L.A. I'm On one hand, you're kind of like, I don't think noise canceling is going to help you with that. That dangling, actually
2: sounds yeah. terrible. Now that <laughs> yeah. I, For you, I, I could see. Oh, you I would hate that. You yeah. yeah,
3: and then what's oh, the- it's like? It's like when you see the uh, like a glee club or something on an air on an airplane, right. like a video, no. of it, and they're all like they're singing the whole time, and no. I'm thinking, oh, right. Oh, my God. Something about yeah. Jesus saving you I or was, something. Yeah, I was no. just yeah. talking
0: about Glee Clubs yesterday and how annoyed I was in high school when the, when the Glee Club came in to sing Happy Birthday to somebody. And na, 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 they na-na-na-na-na-na. They say it's your birthday. I'm like, exactly. get out of here.
1: Exactly. That's what was so great about <laughs> My the birthday's office. in June. That's what was school. so great about that is how they mocked, um, <laughs> how they mocked,
2: Oh Andy's, Andy's character, like yeah. His, yeah, the whole yeah. B- yeah. <laughs> yeah. all I'm like yeah. stop, you <laughs>
1: suck, oh my god! Like the, yeah. Everyone reacted so openly yeah. to the thing that we've all been doing. Like, <laughs> right. Wonderful, yeah. so Yay. great! They're like, Yay. shut up, Andy.
2: And he was like an idol in college oh. in his little world. You know? Oh my yeah. god, uh, that whoa, running yeah. joke, and
1: it was awful. Yeah. Like yeah. it was, it was great. It, was, it was great how bad it was, and how dedicated he was to making it bad. Well, Absolutely, god, I could do a podcast on that show. Just yeah. have, of course, everyone can. So anyway. <laughs> I'm now going to get to the opening sequence. I, I was just about okay. to, yeah, segue. All right, so, so here are we re- are. are we we're ready back. For, Hopefully, it's like a cliffhanger ready. for your listeners. you yeah. are like, I wanted to stop listening, but the guy would not tell the <laughs> opening story. Um, so we we tested the movie, and people, as I said, people were confused a little bit about who's who and what's and what happened, and they're playing catch up too late. Okay. And so I needed to to do something to establish that this is Jerry's movie. Yeah. And uh, so I said, well, the worst it's supposed to be like the worst day of his life, you know, um, that it just wasn't going to be one of those days. So that was, that was also one of those days. Added, yep. Yikes. Yeah. I knew from the it was one of those days. So, and then I tagged that up in the reshoot. So that was also, so that since that uh, was an additional photographer, I was like, well, might as well, you know, put it at the top and put it at the <clears> end and then put Jim on each side of it. <clears> right. <throat> so anyway, um, uh, as we pull so away good. from the school, so uh, uh, and reprise the opening. So I wrote, we did the screening, it tested okay, it got a lo- huge laughs, but it only tested in like the 70s, which as okay. we know, if you know anything about the testing thing, you want to be in the upper 80s, low 90s minimum. Okay. Mm. Uh, and by that, they mean, you know, they call it excellent, very good. You want to be, you know, called excellent, very good. Uh, and if you're ever at those screenings, if you check uh, good, so good cool. does not count. Mm. making a good movie oh, is a okay. failure yeah. it's gotta be excellent or very good
2: that's a lot of pressure I think just from the it's audience the perspective night. too they're so contrarian people don't like giving excellence I feel it's get, like you know?
1: better. I think, I think today's audiences especially I think they literally yeah. would see The Godfather and go yeah pretty good right you know, it's fine. Uh, yeah. it fine. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it yeah. was a little dark. Right. It's a little dark. I couldn't see everything, and I. You know, <laughs> and then it was like there's a lot of old people. It's a little long. Movie. A I, I, I had to pee a lot. Yeah, yeah. I was bothered by
0: James Kahn's <laughs> chest hair. Yeah, I think cut an hair. hour.
1: <laughs> And by the way, they killed an animal in that film, which really you cannot give. They kill a horse; like you can't, you can't do that. No, they killed a horse. So anyway, um, yeah, no, that's cancel that fucking movie. So, uh, so anyway, you're in the
3: hands of just a group of yahoos. Totally,
1: and and by the way, yahoos who want to see a movie for free. Yes, right. So what I always said about those things, as another digression, um, is is that if if you pay money and make a plan and you've chosen to go see a movie maybe based on the trailer some advertising something your friend word of mouth yeah like you've decided you want to give the movie a shot yes yeah. like, you don't go saying and now i shall judge this film and i will decide if this film was worthy of my time or not true you right. walk out and say but here's what i always say to every director and i go here's how it ends up for all your effort uh, it took us eight years to make Unforgiven. Yeah. By by the time, it's, here's how it ends. What'd you think? Eh, pretty good. Yeah, that was good too. What do you want to eat? Yeah. Or what'd you think? Eh, not really. Yeah, yeah I didn't really yeah. think it did right. I? I won't watch uh, that again. I don't yep. know. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, that's what you get. Yep. There's, the, there's your review, and yep. that's the truth. All of us yeah. leave the movie, turn to and say, "What'd you think? Uh, you know, I really liked it. Me too. Oh, Meryl Streep was great. Yeah, she's always great. Okay, so are we going to go to Olive Garden? Or, right. right? You know, you know what they should have. You know
0: what they should fill the screenings with? New parents, and it's right. an, an opportunity oh. for them to have a break. And they're like, yeah. "It was oh, excellent because it was yeah. two hours that they didn't have to deal with." I their said, kid. "You know,
1: make make <laughs> them pay not fifteen bucks. Make them pay five. Yeah. yeah. Make them pay even because then they have an investment.
0: Give them yes, popcorn. Yeah. They That's have an a great investment. Point. Give them
1: popcorn and soda free. Point. Yeah. Free. But you gotta pay five bucks to show up. Because now I'm like, oh, you know what? I do want to see that. They say want to see a movie for free and judge it. Oh yeah. hell yeah. Yes. I've been angry at movies yeah. for yeah. 30 years. Yeah. I can't.
0: <laughs> Shit. Movies have yeah. been pissing me off for a long time. Yeah. People don't now, judge anything nowadays.
1: No. Yeah. So no. you go, <laughs> you you check fill these you know, things which they don't want to fill out. No, So you get course not. I've actually had cards come back. Literally, uh, we, I'm, this this on state of grace. This happened. A card mm-hmm. came back. Every answer was fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. The guy didn't even, have, did, like, all he had to do was circle, like one, wow. two, three, or so. Instead he took the time to write. Fuck you. So I was like, wow. he was really determined to let us wow. know what he thought. So anyway, um, so we did that. We got in the seventies. Everyone was kind of bummed because yeah. they thought it was gonna be better. And, uh, Spielberg wasn't at that one. He went to, he went to the second one. And so then uh, they they have the focus group and they tell me, Oh, it's too confusing at the beginning. I'm like, mm. Ugh. So that I drove straight from that theater in the valley back to Amblin that night and wrote that opening sequence.
2: Amazing. Wrote
1: him getting out of bed, wrote I him, love that sequence. Yeah, doing it's great. you know the 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 clothes in, in the microwave. Yeah, with the Pop-Tart. The, yeah, the, exactly. It's amazing. The Pop-Tart. And it's, and it's funny. People groaned over the, th- it's the Pop-Tart that made it work, yes, right? Because yes. that's, totally. The shirt is gross. <laughs> yeah, yes. The shirt is, like, not funny. Pop-Tart, the shirt is, like, and yes. also you're thinking, what you're really thinking is, yes. I don't think that works. Yeah. And then when he cooks the Pop-Tart with the nice odor of the shirt yes, kind yes. of oozing up <laughs> through it, you know, that that, that a wet shirt that's been sitting yeah. in the laundry and perhaps mildewed, yeah. you, you know, which I always thought Jerry probably smelled like mildew for most yeah. of that day. Oh, of course he did. And, uh,
0: <laughs> His room's so dank and dry. Right, yeah. and the whole
1: thing. Yeah. And he's got to drive his mom's stupid car. Yep. And then I was like, oh, this is great. I can introduce <laughs> his sister. Yep. I can introduce, yeah. you know, Franny. I can introduce even Karen. You know, so that way, because yeah. when she walked up, people were like, who the hell's this? Who's Karen? Deep, deep right. in the movie. Now she's like, oh. And he's like, oh, the cute girl. And then he makes, again, he makes the mistake, as he's going to do throughout the film. It's so good. And that got us to, but now, I'm like, something has to drive this. Yeah. and And I knew I wanted to be a song. And so, you know, I I will admit, Jim, that the studio's like, oh, yes, well, we'll go out. You know, the music department's always there to save the day. You know, well, yeah, we'll go out to all the big artists. And, you know, I'm sure Bruce Springsteen will be writing, you know, something for this very shortly. And, you know, and uh, if not him, the Rolling Stones or whoever we want. And so, you know. Tears of Fears. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, nobody showed any interest whatsoever. Like, nobody, they couldn't get anybody. Nobody, you know, I think they, I threw a few demos of unknowns came, you know, or fairly, like, lesser known bands.
5: Yeah.
1: Uh, None of them were were any good. And um, and they're not songs written for the show. They're songs they have on albums that are about to come out. That's the whole idea. Which
0: is the typical thing. Right. It's a song that will bring in more album sales for that band. It's to promote what they've
1: already done. Nothing tailored. No one wrote anything for the movie. Right. And so, um, anyway, and they didn't want to pay a big licensing fee to get a popular song. Like you were saying, like, you know, we got the beat. And so uh, I was like, oh, I was like, you know what? I know an incredible artist who could nail this. Because Jim's tone, right, Mm -hmm. is very much at the time i you know and, and and certainly your personality is very much of 3 o'clock high Yep. Like funny, yep. edgy, you know, of this man here, Elvis Costello, yeah, right? Yeah. And and so remind it was... me a
0: little bit of like Paul Carrick from from uh, um, uh, the band Squeeze. Sure, you know? oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah.
2: Squeeze? Squeeze, absolutely. What do you
1: mean? The, I saw Squeeze open for Elvis Costello. Mm. There you go, there you go, nice. buddy. I love Squeeze. Squeeze, Squeeze. Great. Yeah, Elvis album, produced yeah, he, that Squeeze yes, album. Yes, he did. Oh, that, he did. That, different, that different, one with a uh, different twist. Right? Uh,
3: yeah, okay. what's the one? Uh, tempted. Yeah. 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 Din, Whatever that
1: was. Fruit of another. Just yeah. cut that out. Now. Um, <laughs> I'm going to lay, so, lay a track on yeah, Oh, boy. <laughs> the, way, the truth is discovered. All right. Sorry, it's the guitar thing has really gotten, <laughs> so this, gone to my head. I got to tell you, I'm like starting to write lyrics. All, all hell's gone broken loose. But lead singer, by the way, Paul Carrick has a great solo record. So worth checking out. Oh, yes. Yep. So anyway, I will say, as I was telling earlier when I first came in, you know who I first offered to score this movie, Jim, was Elvis Costello. Ah. <laughs> I sent the movie to him and Jake Riviera, and yeah. and got not didn't even get a, a polite no or you know via any well pre email right night phone call no they sent me Elvis sent me a letter a handwritten note telling me he liked the film and thank you I was like Does this guy have like a lot of free time or something yeah. and he sent me a few some signed records
5: wow. and
1: a poster and all this like swag t shirt oh, like this box of stuff so anyway. I was like, holy, I didn't even care that he said no. I was like, I yeah. got this box yeah. of stuff.
0: It's holy the nicest shit. way to say no. Amazing. It
1: was insane. That is and really also, awesome. I kind of expected, it's Elvis Costello in the late 80s. I expected, like, fuck you, you punk. Like, that yeah. should have been yeah. what I got. Or no response at all. Oh, just, yeah. we won't even, well, we never heard from him yeah. four years later. I'm like, oh, sent all this shit. I figured someone sh- whispered in his ear, Steven Spielberg sent you this movie, yes. right? Right, because yeah. he's like, "Oh, don't piss off Spielberg." It had to be because it couldn't have been for me, for sure. It was <laughs> yeah. seriously because yeah. it was so that, over the top. So Jake was like, we can't. like,
0: "That gift was for me." Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. It said Phil. Phil? Steven, Phil. I'm talking to you thirty five years. Can Phil? I have yeah, that yeah, yeah, back? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so I got a big no. You you were my second choice. Sorry. After, what a after second. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Hey, no,
0: no, no. He was your starter. There, wife. He's leaving. He's uh, off the show. Elvis
1: Elvis was your starter wife.
0: Uh, That's right. You know, That's so. right. Well,
1: it, it couldn't have ended up I better. I hate that term, but It could true. have ended up better. Right. And so yes. oh. I kind of secretly, because I couldn't know how to pitch it. I have a friend from high school. Right. You know, he was in right. my student film. I mean, Stephen would have known him because he was in my student film, Last Chance Dance. Jim is in the film.
0: Gotta find is it available it's, on YouTube?
1: Uh it's on my website. Okay. There's oh. yeah, PhilJuanodirector.com. Okay. Uh I get there's that plug gets me earns me no money, just so everyone knows ding. it isn't. Did yeah, you hear ding, that? Ding. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. I just got That's three amazing. cents. And so um, yes, director.com It has it under student films. Great. And it's right there and okay. it's been remastered recently oh, nice. um in H D. Mm and uh uh oh. jim is in there and you'll see jim steals the show and you'll also see jim with an ear beautiful earring yes. a big head of hair of curly Ble- hair
3: bleached uh bleached section of the hair correct wow. uh, joe perry
1: correct he's got yeah. the joe perry bleach going nice. and he's really good he's a natural so anyway i i went to jim <laughs> as i recall it jim 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 j- Take it from here. So I, I went to gym and I, and how did you, how did I first show you the movie? Cause I have my recollection, but I wonder what yours is.
3: I think you asked me if I wanted to try to write something for it. And so you showed me the, you sent the first scene to me mm. and I watched the first scene and I wrote something, but you said, you know, this is just to try. Cause I don't know if this is going to work out, you know, right. <laughs> it's a lo- real long shot. And I had
1: told no one that I was doing this. Like yeah, just he and just we were the only two. I just did it on the sly. It's amazing. Yeah,
3: and then I think you told me that they were trying other songs and all this kind of stuff, and no one really, nothing right. was really working. Right. So you had that kind of the demo in your back pocket, and you were like, "What about this?" And that, from what I remember, that seemed to be like, "Oh, that's the right song for this." He so played it for Spielberg or something like that.
1: Oh, I did. Yes. It, it
0: was it Was it a cassette tape too?
1: Oh, I got the oh, cassette. Yeah. I got the cassette. But what we did is we transferred it. You know, on De- Mag film, was uh-huh. what was called, and then we put it. You know, got it sunk up to the mo- to the movie to the opening. Okay. So we took the song. We didn't just like ready, yeah. set, go, right, play right. it. You know, which is I, how
3: I had to do it. Yeah. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. And how I had to do oh it when I got the tape. But then I was like, okay, this is it. This is this is the song. This is it's it's as I I yeah. knew it would be. I knew it. It is. Yeah. And I was like, this is it. So I want to present it properly. So we cut it, we put it into the film, just like, basically, just like you see it. in the, I mean, we ultimately, you know, Jim went back and really tailored it, but I took that yeah. demo and put it to the film. And then uh, my editor loved it. So she was she was really, uh, Joanne Vogel was her name, and she put, you know, so she was like, this is it, oh my God, I yes. love it too. And so she was behind it. I showed it to David Vogel, the okay. gentleman who said, never mention Dolinsky again. Yep. <laughs> and and uh, nice he was like, so he was nervous, you know. He's like, "What did you do? When did you do this? Who does? Did, why didn't what you did tell you me?" Do? I go yeah. because as soon as I say yeah. it's my high school friend, it taints it. Yeah, of course. Right? It just makes it like, oh, so you're trying to help a buddy or be your buddy's. You, you, yeah, you know, yeah. unfortunately, uh,
5: it has honest. a negative
0: like, connotation. I, yeah, right. I wanted yeah. to
1: live on its merit. He goes, of course. So he goes, "All right," and he listened to it. He goes, "Wow, it's great." He says, "But you know, Steven's gonna have final say." So I was like, "Of course." So I went to Steven, and the thing I understand—it sounds like I went to Stephen. It's the most open door guy. You could just walk up to his office at Amblin if the doors are open, poke your head and say, "Hey, Steven," it's he's like, "Hey, come on in." Like, amazing. It was the he is the most when you see him being in those making ofs, playful and yeah. ta- he's talkative, he's open, he's playful, he's fun. I mean, he's dead serious about his work. Course. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He is freaking serious about when he's time it's go time. Yeah. But in between, it's it's such a I, I, I literally like, you know, what is it? Youth is wasted upon the youth, you know, and I and and I it was re- I just had no idea youth is wasted upon the young, is that the correct version of it? Anyway, I had no idea something like that. <laughs>
2: Sounds and, right. I'm, yeah, it's escaping me. Anyway,
1: too. I, I just God, if only I'd known then what I know now about what a one-off incredible experience I was. I mean, I knew I was with Spielberg, I knew I was with Amblin, I'm not that out of it. Yeah. But you kind of think, well, this is the way filmmaking in the film world is. It was the only world I knew. Sure. Yeah. And it was not Yeah, like that's the only place that exists is on his property with him. Yeah, like, well, why? He,
2: why aren't the executive producers have open door policy? Yeah, he just come in, this yeah, is awesome. Yeah. And why
1: do people say, well, because you talked filmmaking. Yeah. See, yes. See, well, every yeah. choice was a filmmaking choice, not marketing, not yeah. budget. I mean, he was serious about budget, but but it wasn't that he was like, yes, go to Ogden, but make it work in the money. That's still a filmmaking choice. He gave me the choice to give up. It was like, no, just because I want to say no, you're going to be in LA because I want to visit set every day, which then they never do. (laughs) They say, you know, we want to have access to you in case it goes wrong. You're like, funny how no one ever visited, ever.
0: He's a trusting boss.
1: Unbelievable. And that's the
0: boss you want.
1: Oh my God. but, and,
0: and he's one of a kind. Trusting,
1: yes, and supportive, and excited. He yeah. saw the first shot I did of the movie was was Vincent and uh, Jerry coming down the hallway, um, and, and at the very beginning of school. And I'm saying, "Did you hear about Buddy Ravel?" He's da-da-da-da. da 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 da. Oh, that's the that's that's first shot the he saw. First shot I did, and it's just a low wide angle yep. covering a page and a half, two pages in <laughs> one shot. And I did no coverage. Wow. So he hadn't gone to China yet. Wow. So I so I sent him a one take no coverage. The, you know, <laughs> along with other scene in the in the classroom. Yeah. She says, And Jerry, you know, and, the, and all that. Yeah. But he's the first shot he saw was that shot. And he calls me up and goes, Kubrick, Kubrick, you did Kubrick on your first Dude. shot. I was like, right. I mean, yeah, that doesn't make yeah. a first time director feel good. And and that's and by the way and a a kid you're 24 years old and by the way and that's why I was channeling. I said I'm going to do the it was you know it was the paths of glory low wide angle tracking shot in the trenches, but instead of a trench, see this is the way I got through making a high school movie. If I just keep making Scorsese, you know Kubrick, George Miller, I felt like I and so I'm going I'm going to do the paths of glory shot. He nailed it. Amazing. He knew the reference immediately. I'm like, of course he did. "Yeah, Yeah. You can't get. You can't get better like mm. you just go oh well I am now this is it this yeah. is the like I say peaked early that shot yeah. that call when my producer named Steven Spielberg said Kubrick I was like yeah. and they, it was like George <laughs> right? George got, and like they say <laughs> when <laughs> George leaves the office on the joke thank you very much on everybody good night, night. I should have quit <laughs> yeah. directing yeah. that day <laughs> <laughs> Just that should have been like, sorry, thank you, thank you very much, everyone. Goodbye, David. Goodbye, everyone. I'm out of (laughs) here. Get on a plane and never come back. So, anyways, (laughs) it was incredible, and and I, I, but also scary, right? Because then you're thinking, oh God, I got to live up to this stuff.
0: Well, then you bring him this this film. Thank
1: you for getting me back on track, and I uh, took it into the ambulance screening room. And we show it, and he's sitting there, and it's just him, me, and David Vogel. And he shows, and he's like, "Yeah, you, know, you can run for your life." Oh, okay, yeah. anyway, make a break hey, from hey, the run. dog. Could
0: Jim helps. <laughs> there you go.
1: He loved it. He like goes, "Who is this? Who's this? You know, are they a bit?" Because he even a rock and roll guy. He's like, yeah. "Who's this? Yeah. Is it a group I don't know? Is it an album? Is where'd you find? I mean, they, did they write it for the?" He was all confused. Like, where did you get an original song that's clearly been written or is perfect? Yes. for this movie. Yeah. Like, how did they know? what I go, well, and I explain. I told him the truth. He goes, oh, that's great. Straight the guy from your student film. It's great. To think- Do it. <laughs> go. Get it. Make it happen. Do it. Yeah, and that was it. Wow. Never studio, never. Just it was done. It was over.
0: And, and, and the beautiful thing about it is it's not a, just a song that fits that scene. Mm. It is a pop song on its own mm-hmm. right so so oftentimes a song on a soundtrack is for the movie sure and that's it and and all you do is associate it with that movie but that song you put it on and you're like what is this if you've never heard it before I... you go oh it's from the movie three o'clock, three o'clock high oh i gotta check out that movie yeah,
1: yeah i always felt a little so it was really funny when i had to do the additional photography of the opening and the ending you always feel kind of crappy <laughs> as a film like like why didn't i nail it like, what did I know? Yeah, but I mean, but then no. there was not it yeah. was not as common then to go back and do reshoots as it is now. Okay, every right. film does it's, it. Now. It's designed. It's Correct. built into the budget. Yeah. And like, finally, we're they're have... like, so Woody Allen builds in two weeks yeah. of reshoots into every film. Maybe yeah. he's got something going yeah, there. Right. Maybe that's why he's able to fix his movies. <laughs> yes. You know, especially in his prime. And you're like, and 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 finally, studios are like that is a really good idea because here I always say to, like, when you're writing. You can delete, rewrite, come back the next day, rewrite the scene, come back today. You, you can yeah. go ever, you can just keep fixing until you think you're done. When you're shooting and you're done, say in the morning, you're gonna shoot a scene at 11.30, when that scene's done, you will never get a rewrite on that scene ever again. Yeah. Whatever yeah. that scene was, that morning of that day will always be that scene. Now you can edit it, you can do some stuff to it, you can definitely massage it, music sound, ADR. But that scene that you covered and the performances you got, yep. it's in, right. it's pretty much in stone. All right. you can do is polish. the If the, the stone. night
2: doesn't fall, we you know you can maybe CGI <laughs> the night in the future. Nowadays, well, CG,
1: there's a yeah. lot yeah. you could. Do. Well, now you're just like the whole joke of fixing in post is not a joke anymore. Yeah. it's yeah. really not even a joke. No, it's no. just like it's even, cheaper yeah. for us to put someone at a computer on this than it is for us to fix it with 150 yes. people standing around, right? You know, and and the movie star going, why aren't we? Going going forward, yeah, yeah. I have to leave. You have to get the Lakers game. So you... Right? So, you, you know... It's like, literally, can I just do this yeah. on green screen? I mean... Yeah. Like, uh, Listen, if you ever want me in a podcast about what green screen and CG has done to cinema, you can bring me in any old time because well, I got a lot to say on that topic. Well, well you're,
0: you're, you're <laughs> yeah. you are you're here because Jim, being our friend, you know, graciously made this connection. Again, obviously, Jim, thank you. But, but you know, having you here, mm.
1: it's the first of hopefully many because... Oh, well, I, I'm loving this. I mean, you guys... I'm loving it because you guys get it, you know, it's just, it's, it's really, uh, it was just, it was a really uh, unique, as I keep kind of say, trying to say, it was a unique little moment in time for me, of course, but for the film, and then that it lived on after its tortuous, and, you know, the end of the project, mm-hmm. you know, as I said, I was a little embarrassed about having to fix it, because back then, fixing it was not, and that's why I raced back to write these uh, scenes, because, yeah, if they started thinking about it, it's more money. It only scored in the seventies. Mm, I mean, could, it really, yeah. it's going to make that big a difference. It, How did it score yeah. when
0: you retested it? In
1: the eighties, like we bumped okay, it good. up ten points, okay. but nice. not enough for a big release. You know, and uh. so and so. In fact, it was there was a lot of talk of of putting it straight to VHS. Mm.
0: Wow. Yeah, it was at it a time was, when that wasn't common.
1: Oh no, straight to video was like they might as well just put me in the coffin and bury <laughs> me, especially with the amount of hype. Yeah. You know, they put out about
0: right. Yeah, because the nineties was when it became more of a mainstream yeah, thing. Yeah, and- still
1: but even then, in the '90s, straight to video was a very no, bad. I'd say
0: now only now is oh. VOD kind of typical.
1: <laughs> yeah, VOD you know? or even just now, it's just like it went streaming. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? Like, Wait, like it's coming Brad to Pitt's making st- it yes. exactly. Brad Pitt's making straight to streaming movies. So yeah. the biggest stars in the world are straight to streaming. Yeah, yeah. So no one even judges. What do you mean streaming video, DVD, VOD? It's all the same. Right. Yeah. It's, it's all back then. People have to understand. It was the ultimate failure for a filmmaker to go straight to video. Yeah. And and it was literally like saying, you didn't make a movie worthy of being a movie. Yep. You made a movie of being right. in the bargain bin yeah. And Walmart, and, the, the, uh, yeah, even, yeah <laughs> <laughs> back to that. <laughs> well, and, that that's uh, at I least I got it. a good poster out of it from Drew Struzan, the guy who brought you back to the future. Is that, oh, nice. Uh, that's that. Oh yeah. This uh, is Spielberg's guy. He did Raiders of the Lost Ark. He did back to the future. Nice. And why do you think I got him? Brilliant. Oh yeah. Everything good that happened to me in this film early on is because one man said, yes. Well, did, it, was, it came out
0: in October. Yes. Well, I, I, but really quickly, I was thinking about The Thing, by the way, when you yeah. said movies that failed because it failed and then it got a new life on video. Yes, yes, and rightly story. so. Right, and I think 3 O'Clock High got a new life on VHS. It did. Because people rented the hell Who out of it. Who would have thought?
1: Right? I was devastated. I, I thought it was the end. Um, I, uh, we, you know, we bumped it up. I felt badly about that opening. I felt badly about having to bring the teacher back. Like, you think I should have thought of this stuff? Why didn't I? It's a failure. But in retrospect, and even at the time, once Jim wrote that song, I was so glad. And I knew it helped the movie. And, and, and it's his song that makes that opening. That's the truth of it. Because I don't think that opening is as... Hmm?
0: He doesn't get credited on the soundtrack. He will this time. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. I didn't mean to cut off your thought, but is there an announcement you want Yeah, make? no,
1: yeah. They're doing a re-release of the soundtrack this fall. It's gonna have vinyl and CD Amazing. and everything, and it's going to have liner notes. I wrote a little essay in it jim so cool. jim is featured heavily in that essay and uh kind of i tell the story of of uh, that we just told and uh <laughs> the same thing about spielberg saying yes and and the whole thing and um oh yeah i mean i was amazed and i think they 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 went back to tangerine dream and tried to drag out so there was a lot of alternate tracks we didn't use okay and uh, but they you know they're gone now and their archives were not i mean can you imagine it was all digital so long ago yeah. and yeah. they they didn't they didn't have it like they, they, their library was not well organized in the sense that they were able to drag up Did you Jim I know I tried to up with them did they ever take any alternate takes from you or did that did that ever come together?
3: I sent them I think five or six alt takes and I think he said something about they didn't have the room. Uh, on vinyl, like vinyl to put extra stuff because right. it's kind uh, of wall to wall right sure, now sure so sure so he said that they were, they were thinking about doing some other kind of little release but i'm not re- i'm not really sure how it yeah, all ended up he
1: was kind of vague the, the guy who put it together at okay. uh at the label um and and so yeah it's coming out this fall so that'll be Good. fun amazing yes That's exciting and yeah it is wow. and it's bizarre to me i get a i get an email oh we're doing you know the 35 year anniversary re-release of the, i'm like what the hell? They didn't even want to release this
5: movie. <laughs> Listen, no,
1: what are you guys doing? Why do you want to have a podcast with me? Don't you guys all understand this was an abject failure? That's what it was. This movie bombed. This movie got mediocre at best reviews. This movie, I they attacked. I mean, you understand, I got set up. The headline that, that completely buried me was USA Today, you know, the the boy who would be king. And once I got set up, oh. I was the heir oh, apparent no. to Spielberg. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So no. the That's comparison tough. was That's Sid tough. Sheinberg found Steven, and he went on to make Jaws, mm-hmm. right? And and he let him direct some night galleries and Columbo's, yeah. right? That's mm-hmm. the amazing stories. Then he gave him Duel, and this is going to be my Duel, or maybe even my Jaws. We'll yeah. see. You know, they always leave out Sugarland Express, which is a great movie. Great movie. Yeah. Unbelievable yeah. movie. People haven't seen it with Spielberg. It is, you'll be blown away by how good it is in that. Oh, My god, Goldie Hahn, like you've never seen her before, or since. So, anyway, it's really good, yeah. So, um, Ben Johnson, right? I mean, yep. it's the cop, so, yep. anyways, it,
0: it, William it, Atherton,
1: oh, yes, yeah. he's great in it too, yeah. So, okay, so we begin the 80s, and Spielberg was at the second screening. I'm sitting, uh, with Steven Spielberg, Bob Zemeckis, Kathy Kennedy, and of all people, Brian De Palma,
0: okay, are in my row. <laughs> he's taking notes, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm like, what the hell?
0: Oh my god.
1: This is I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm just I just want to like Dude. throw up yeah. the whole time. Yeah, of course you the do. The good news is the laughter is is through the roof. Like it's just it seems I'm like, oh my god, it worked. From that setup in Jim song, set yep. the tone. They know who everyone is, they love Jerry from the beginning. We're all good. In comes buddy, we're settled into the film, and we're good to go. And they cheer like crazy at the end of the fight and da- yeah. da- and, so triumphant! Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, thank God, yeah. it worked. Yeah, and <laughs> then the scores come back like 82, and it's just like, mm, come on, man. yeah, mm. yeah. Everyone's like, wah wah. Yeah. You know, it's like at the end of the Dirty Dozen. You, you know, right? Uh, Was it John Cassavetes? We yeah. made it, and he gets yeah. shot in the head. Right, don't, Right. Don't ever say we made it. Don't ever shout out we made it because you will get a bullet to the head. Even, that, John-, yeah, <laughs> even right. John Cassavetes, right? So anyway, I, I like you know, Steven, we made it. The scores came in. Oh. And, that that. and that was the end of that. So I I'm like, uh. And they're mm-hmm. like, uh. All right, well, we'll have a meeting tomorrow. We'll have a meeting tomorrow. Oh. And I'm like, Man. okay, good night, everybody. Good night. Oh. And I trudged to yeah. my car. So and it's the worst night of any filmmaker's careers. The screen is the test screen, yeah, which why course. you know guys like Paul Thomas won't test. Like guys, are just like you cannot yeah. test my film. Because, oh my god! Right. I will say, as a storyteller, I like it. I do not like the scoring, but as a storyteller, you learn a lot by sitting with the audience, mm. even in a drama where they're not laughing. Yeah. You can tell when they're not with you. You're squirming. They're whispering. You can tell when they're riveted. It's really good. It helps you with the pace of your movie. It's re- and, and storytelling things like too they're confused. Um, so they're very useful. They're just not so useful in the scoring sense. No. But that's what they that's what they do. And and most filmmakers have to go through it. I don't know what's going on in the streaming world. I just think they're like, it's done. Throw it out there.
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We need we need a new yeah. thumbnail
1: on our homepage.
0: Right. right. <laughs> what think, name we got. Here's Chris my theory sure. about this.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're making Movies or shows, they're making thumbnails. What they really wish is they could add thumbnails with people and not even have to pay for the yeah, show. Really. Is
0: that the generation that's coming out now? You yeah, just right? make thumbnails.
1: You make yeah. thumbnails so, you, so that way new eyeballs click on it. Yeah. Who cares what's behind yeah. the click?
0: Right. Oh, yeah. I already got you if you're clicking. Yeah. So, so th- this movie came out in October.
1: Yeah. So what happened was, uh, you know, who it was, who decided? So Steven said to me, you know, it might be, and you understand when I tell you this, he was looking out for me. He, he really, he had already given me my next movie. Okay. Which was called Ghost Dad. Yep. Later made I don't know if you've oh, seen yeah. Ghost Dad. Yeah. I remember with, that. Yes. Of course. Later made <clears throat> with Bill Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had already had a meeting with Steve Martin, who was going to star in Ghost Dad, which I think was the low point of Steve Martin's career. He ends up coming; he comes up to the what's called the Black Tower down here, down the road. Yeah, Richard talked about
0: the Black Tower. Yeah, in interview. Yeah. yeah.
1: And we're in the, I'm in the top floor dining room with yep. Steven, Sid Sheinberg, and me, and in comes Steve Martin to meet me for Ghost Dad, and I just never forget Steve Martin. Says, By the way, the most lovely guy you'll ever meet, as you would imagine. Yeah. Hello, you know, walks in. Hello, he looks at me like. See, he's like, I'm like, you've seen pictures of me from this era, right? You know, and I'm, I'm like, you know, 25 years old now. was like, yeah. hello. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. no. Like, I think he's waiting for the joke. Like, and yeah. here's the real director. Ha, ha, ha yeah. we got you. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is our PA from down at Amplen. Right. <laughs> and he's like, and like, no, this is Phil. And, he, and we had lunch. Oh, yeah. And Steve Martin said yes. So I'm making what at the time was a very, $35 million was a big budget in 86. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was like.
0: It was because you said three o'clock high was 5 million. Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was
1: 35. That's a big jump. I'd already been sent up to ILM to shoot tests uh, with Dennis. You Pierce. could go to Utah
0: with that much money. You sure could. can. Ogden, Utah, <laughs> of all places.
1: And it was a <laughs> green lit movie. And, wow. and so he's like, look, you've got ghost dad. You've got, let's have that be your first film that comes out. What if we just let this one go?" I he said, maybe because I agree. VHS is so good. What if we do like dual and we recut it for TV? Mm. okay we recut it as a tv movie okay mm. you know and then we release it you go, You do amazing stories like i did you do a tv movie like i did duel yeah you know which just kind of one guy in a truck this yep. is a kid and a bully yep and you'll look great on tv mm. right mm. and then your first film your very first movie movie will be ghost dad and i'm like fighting back tears
5: because uh. you
1: gotta understand when you make a movie and you spent a year and a half, yeah. two years, and you've invested, and everyone's talking. So, all anyone talks to you about it. has a movie, has the movie, has the movie. What's going to the movie, in the movie, in the movie, and your agents and the thing, and you're moving, the movie, and the movie. And, the movie, and yeah. anyone and you're doing press, or they, yeah. they're setting up all this stuff, and you're like, So, I go have to go back and tell everyone, and really it's like friends and family, that it's not a movie anymore. Right.
2: It's a TV movie of the week now. Or yeah. yeah.
1: Cause yeah. his thing is the public won't care. Yeah. You, you, I go, and I'm like, But everyone yeah. else in our little world, yeah. they'll care. And he's like, no, like we've got Steve. Steven care. Like, no, Sid doesn't care. It was a universal movie. It, like, yeah. we're good. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, please. So I said, well, can we talk to Sid? So we went up and had the conversation with Sid. And Sid could, and this is how amazing. And this is why Steven loved him so much. He looked at me, and I, I, I mean, I wasn't crying, yeah. but I wanted to. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Look yeah. in your eye, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. And I, like, I was scared to death. I'm, I'm like, sure. Like, he's, this can't be real. This will go out and then. Watch, Ghost Dad will die, and they'll yeah. all be like. It's easy to say. Like we haven't spent that much money yet, and, yeah. da, 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 yeah. and I'm like, this could. I, I, I yeah. smelled disaster. Yeah, yeah. and said, went, no, 800 theaters, October 9th. <laughs> <laughs> and Stephen said, okay, that's wow. it. You heard it from him. Wow, It's he it, it goes, it's his money. Yeah, it's his money. <laughs> 800
0: theaters, <laughs> October 9th. Wow. wow,
1: and that was it. That's not an endorsement, but
0: that's you know, amazing. It's
1: right? Money. Yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, do what you want to do. Yeah. And, and, um, <sighs> cause you, you can't really fault the kind of theory he had going. No, of course not. But by the same token, everyone, look, everyone was loaded for bear for me at the time because I was like, you know, the silver spoon kid, right? What did I earn? Yeah. What had I done? Yeah. You know, some these some these directors in their forties, you know, in comes this kid straight out of film school, they want to murder me. Yeah.
0: Brian De Palma's looking at you like, no, what the
1: hell? Brian De Palma, yeah, was not there to you know, Brian De Palma was there to go, show me yeah. what this what this is. Um and, and I and Department I was a one of my heroes. One of the reasons I want to be a filmmaker was Brian De Palma. And and so blowout, yeah. Instead he's like, Yeah, he's like, Hello, you know, I not not wasn't like <laughs> Phil, nice to meet you. He was like, Hello. You Know yeah. he's not known to be, you know, the most warm and fuzzy guy anyway, sure. Although he's, he's <laughs> awesome, and so I, I, uh, awesome. uh you know, I, I just, um, yeah. So, Sid, Sid, I want to say save me, but Sid was like, he could see and he knew. And he and he said, We made, we told Phil this was a feature film, he delivered, he he delivered on this script. Yeah. I read the script, yeah. I saw the movie, he did his job you know if we're afraid to market it we should have been afraid to market it when we read the script
0: good for him yeah, yeah.
1: good for him and and you know th- it's the only time that's ever happened it's the only time amazing. that someone said you did well that's not true at the end at the end of actually Terry Sumlin was very gracious he used to run Warner Brothers at the end of final analysis he he said he said the same thing not not because they were going to release that big and everything but he just said you know it's all on the screen which was very nice yeah. you know his, yeah. he's like yeah. you know his line though is i spent way more money on this movie than i wanted to <laughs> It's all on the screen. I
0: love. Good job. The final and analysis. He, and, and, and I was like,
1: yeah, it's a little backhanded, but okay. Yeah. And um, and I had gone over on that movie. So so oh, no, anyway, a, yeah. yeah okay. but but um, <laughs> so he was right. He was right. We spent more. So so that's how it got out. And then it gets released and opening. I'll never forget. It was at the Afco Center Cinema, which was the in Westwood. Oh, yeah. It's where I'd seen Star Wars.
5: It's I where I'd AFCO, seen amazing. Alien.
1: Oh. Opening night, opening day, Star Wars, 10 a.m. Wow. in line. Uh-huh. Opening day, uh-huh. if you see those pictures? I was in that line, and oh, then yeah. and then on what on on uh, uh, it's not Westwood, like it's on Wilshire or whatever it yeah, was on. Yeah, Wilshire. It's on yeah. Wilshire, and it's gone in now, West, near right? Westwood, they just, yeah. just destroyed it. Yep. So it was a like giant theater. Yeah, it was a giant theater, yep. and you mm-hmm. know held like 1,200 seats. And it's an Alien opening night there, and now three o'clock high it was an Avco. Yeah. So me and my friends, we loaded up and went to Avco, my film school friends, and we get in there, and that theater at eight o'clock on Friday night, empty. Mm. I mean empty. Uh, There's like Where were you, Jim? Yeah.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I, <went> to,
3: <laughs> I remember going to the premiere.
1: Yeah. That was yeah. up at yeah, that was up at Universal. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh. And uh, uh they did have a, a premiere. They had a little premiere up at Universal, which was nice. And yeah, Sid, Sid came through, but when I sat in there and I was empty, it was like. And then I sat back and I went, okay, so they're right, it's a flop, but, but, I'm in AFCO Center Cinema watching my
2: movie on a big screen. (laughs) I mean, that's what it's about, really. Exactly, I'm
1: like, I'm like, home run. What more, right? I mean, the the dream has been fulfilled. The dream wasn't and a full house and big grosses, although it does benefit your career if you can do that.
0: It does. The, the, the,
1: the, the, The dream was to make a film see it on the silver screen and it ended up where i had had these seminal experiences of my yeah. filmmaking film youth yeah and i was like this is it home run we just enjoyed it and then on the way out what i didn't realize in the back a couple of the producers executive producers had been there and uh uh who not you know i really didn't know well oh my God. and they, they just owned the script and then stephen took it over and we and we go out front and they're like well, that was a disaster. Uh, I'm like, really? No. Really? I don't know. That's pretty <laughs> cool. I don't yeah. know because i was so done. I'm like, I don't yeah. know about that. That was pretty awesome seeing it on the big screen. They're like, <laughs> they looked at me like I was insane and wandered off. I and love, I but beat. I love your
0: attitude about it. It's such a it's such a healthier way to look at that situation. But I have to ask you really quickly, really quickly. Sure. In the movie, Jerry has his test and he writes the date mm. down and it says like October 20th. And then the movie comes out October 9th. It's like right around the same amount of time. That was just coincidence, right? Total coincidence. Because that's when we were shooting. I think we just used the day we were mm-hmm. shooting in the fall. I oh. think we probably used the day we were shooting. Nice. So, yeah. I mean, this, this episode, when it drops, will come out like right before the 20th. Oh, that's so it's kind of right in there. Yeah, right? that was good. Uh, uh. You
1: know that detail? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I just said use the day, use today. You know, because that's when, that's when we were shooting.
0: It's
4: been great, man. I love catching up with you, Phil, and uh, and everybody. It's, it's great to talk about it. I, I got to go. Got to... Richard,
0: Richard, it was so great to have you on just just for a little bit, and uh, and we're, we're, hopefully we can have you in the studio next time. Thank you, Richard.
4: You're the best, That'd Richard. That'd be great. You know, me and Phil will talk about our next movie. Richard, there Thanks will never calling.
1: Yes, there will never be anyone like Buddy Ravel, Richard. You made him.
0: All right, and and thank Carrie for us too. I know she's probably sitting next to you Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Carrie's like seriously.
1: We need to get some groceries. Get out of the car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: We we're supposed to be in
2: court an hour ago. Well, yeah, exactly.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your lawyer's
4: been calling. No, no. We need to get bait. We're fishing, right?
0: Oh. <laughs> in, yeah, Thank right. you, Richard. Thanks, Thanks so Richard. much for being on the show. Love okay. seeing you.
1: God bless you guys. So Take right. care, Richard. What what a guy, right?
0: Uh, yeah, Sorry. I mean, Just, I mean, you know, I, I really quickly. Uh, early on, when we did the show, when we reached out to him, and he he graciously came on. And this is way be- we weren't even doing Zoom at the time. Mm. So so nice to have the guy, and he's yeah. gone out of his way to do stuff uh, for us for the show. Oh, that's, that's just great, so nice. Yeah. And, and oh. his partner Carrie, she's a sweetheart too. So. Oh, and and the, and,
1: and, he sh- and the thing is, is like what I you know I did a. um Years ago, I don't know. He showed up at uh, we, down at the theater, the Beverly Theater. I want to okay. say the Beverly Cinema. New, they did New Beverly. Yeah, yeah, they showed Three o'clock High.
0: They showed it at the Arrow in Santa Monica as well. Oh really? Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't With know 10 about that.
0: ten to midnight, they did End <laughs> Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> the
0: director is always the last one to yeah, know that's anything news about. <laughs> yeah, it. No, yeah. yeah, it was a weird uh, Cinema Void did a uh, the thing for it. But anyways,
1: yeah. And so they did it, and they had a Q and A after. Yeah. And Richard came, and Philip Baker Hall showed up.
0: Wow, wow. Really? wow. we've even gotten to Philip Baker. I know, Hall. I am like, but, yeah.
1: what are you doing here? I mean, I knew he lived in Montrose because I, okay. uh, yeah. I, I, you know, which not is not far, far from where yeah, I live there. in okay. Pasadena. But I, I was like, of all, I mean, this guy's done quite a bit since Three O'clock High. Like, I wouldn't think that that's in, like yeah. stands out in his memory of like, oh, I got to go talk about that. And he showed up. I was. I mean, because oh, to me, the amazing. guy is just, right? I mean, well, every any Philip, I
0: mean Philip, what the hell? Uh, How did me, I get
1: him? I don't even, to this day, I'm like, yeah. don't understand it.
0: Every Paul Thomas Anderson movie he's done, Please. he's golden. But, gold. you know, yeah. And I know a lot of people love him from uh, Seinfeld, of course. But, of course. But when I first saw when he first popped up in your movie, actually, we were just talking about <laughs> a made-for-TV movie on our current episode. horror the obscure horror film with Parker Stevenson, a TV movie. Uh-huh. This house possessed. Oh, okay. It is that's it is gold. gold. If you want to laugh your ass off, go ah. watch this out. <laughs> Yeah, thank the gods that Dustin picked it. But anyways, that was his first movie. You yeah, yeah. Seeing him in your movie, and he walks in. It's it's a short scene, two short scenes. Yeah. but owns the screen. He screen.
1: told me that night that you know we, the Seinfeld thing, and he, and he said I used. You know, that he said I, uh-huh. I my launching yep, point was that. the three o'clock hiker. Totally yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. like, oh, Cause, cause instead it it's like it's the student store now, it's the library guy. Yes. It's you know, he's investigating silly infractions. Yes, you know, yes. 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 Yep. Yes. Yes. You know <laughs> it's like he said that's the same guy, it's just years later, he's become even more dedicated. <laughs> you know, he's gone further so in his quest good. you know for so the good. great white whale. And in this case <laughs> it's Jerry, right? Another Jerry another Jerry. Oh that would have been there. It is the universe. Connects once again. Another Jerry. Yeah, Larry David's coming in now. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) How dare you insinuate that we? Where's uh, my parking validation? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) You know, um, yeah, you're like Larry. That was two years ago. You're on the show. I still have the ticket.
0: We've taken up so much of your time, and, and we could continue on for another hour easily. <laughs> yeah, I know, like yeah. Jim, before we, we only start- hit
3: one movie of Phils. You know, I know. <laughs> well, oh God,
0: <laughs> I know. Jim, Jim's like, wait, are not we going to talk about uh, State of Grace at all? No, or, no, 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 it's just today's three
1: o'clock high. Hey,
3: be- before you totally wind it down, can I say one thing? Please,
1: please.
3: So, when you were talking about the movie being a failure and all that kind of stuff. It, you know, I, I had the same reaction you did, which was kind of like, ah, damn, ah, shoot. But, you know, years go by and I moved to Portland uh, where I still am. And one day, speaking of $2 late fee, I was returning something, probably 95, 96, returning something to Blockbuster. And I walk in, the, it's a Sunday morning and I had to get there by 1130 or something like that. And I, I walk in, it's like 1129 and I walk in and three o'clock high is playing on the on the monitors and there's these three guys behind the counter and they're laughing their asses off and I and my, it was the opening scene so my song's oh, yeah. playing
5: awesome and
3: I'm like I don't know why I felt like I just got caught with completely with my pants down yeah and I kind of stood there for a second and you know how like you had to kind of go through the corral like you had to put the yeah, yeah, thing yeah. in and yeah, you yeah. can just turn around and walk the same way you right. had to walk yeah. around the whole yes. you know desk I remember. and everything yes and then go out. I don't know why that whole walk felt like it took 15 minutes just to get around and I hear this guy the guy goes, You haven't seen this movie before? That goes, No, he goes, This is my favorite fucking movie. I love this movie. And they and I, I suddenly went, Wow, wow, that's pretty cool. And then that was around kind of the time emails started to get more more popular. And I started to get these random emails from people, like, Are you the guy that did that song for the thing? I'm like, Yeah.
2: They were and all then, from of
3: Zach, course, when, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you know, after you, uh, it was, it was. And then, and then all that uh, kind of groovy internet stuff started and then people, you know, started to contact me and things like that. And it just, the movie has this, like you said, it's, it's a, it was a strange little moment in time, but it's got this legacy that just kind of keeps going on. It's-, it's just unbelievable. And, and, you know, you said the thing about Spielberg being one guy that took a chance on you and not to get gushy, but you took a chance on me oh. and everything that's ever happened to me since then has been because of that. Oh. You know, no matter what I, no matter what it, meeting Rick Murata and doing yeah. music for TVs and uh, fi, uh, TV and film and stuff like that. And then just the cred of having, you know, that uh, I mm-hmm. always will appreciate you, Mr. Oh uh,
1: Well, I feel the <laughs> same way, Jim, you know, that the, it's the movie, funnily enough, of all my work, even the U2 stuff. Yeah. It's the mo- it's the work people cite to me the most. Mm. It's crazy to me. Cause I will never forget sitting there in that office with Sid. See, to me, all I think is, should we even release it? Yeah. And that, that's my like, that was my peak memory. And I lived with that for a decade of like, yeah. And they were right. It's, it just never, it didn't click. And no one cared, and that's fine because that's uh. part. That's the way it works. Like you know, it's it's a, ro- it's a roll to roll the dice for everyone, and every filmmaker's experienced this. Yep. I'm not the only one, and and you know, poor pitiful me, I had to be with Steven Spielberg, and it didn't <laughs> work. <laughs> I really feel bad about myself. It could have been Hal Needham. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, oh my you God. know, and and so. Um, Needless to say, I did not direct Ghost Dad. That's a whole other story. Oh my god. But the uh it's the it's the film. <laughs> Thank God that, yeah, that all worked out for the best. And and Stephen
5: agreed with <laughs>
1: me. On, he agreed. We agreed on that one, he and I, when we finally decided not to do it. But I um but yeah, it it you know, Jim, it because it was personal, because I got to have a lot of influence over the over the story and put a lot of my own personal stuff in it. There's yeah. a lot of personal in like jokes from my own life that I am put in. And, and because Jim got to be a part of it and it was my, you know, it's always been the one, it's weird. So Mm -hmm. it went from being the one I didn't want to talk about and the one I was embarrassed by, my, my, by me, not by any, what anyone did other than me Mm -hmm. to the one that is, is like the little kind of, you know, shining star of the small group, the small, the small pocket of, of work I've done. And. I couldn't be happier about that because it was also, frankly, the purest and kind of most A to Z, and probably because it was my first, Mm -hmm. A to Z, and and the people I was working with, um, kind of filmmaking experience. After that, you know, the game encroaches. Yeah. The game really encroached. And and it's very much a game, regardless of what anyone says. It is a pretty... Be, behind the, And even when you're making films, it, there, there's a lot of gamemanship that goes on that affects the, the outp- outcome. Yeah. It just does in major ways, like in ways, you know, so, so I had to go through. I had that learning curve ahead of me. You know, the idea that I wrote it. Think about this. I wrote those pages I told you about uh-huh. for Jim that ended up with Jim's song wrote that night, turned in the next morning, they said yes that day. Oh, I never had that experience again right. in, my, in the next 35 years that followed. But for it to be that Ever.
0: experience, the yes. first time out the gate, come on. Oh, that's why I say
1: it was so special, yeah, like, in retrospect. Yeah. At the time, I was just You'll scared. Never forget that. Frankly, at the time, I was just scared shitless of course, that of course. it's all yeah, going yeah. down the toilet. Yeah. And they read it, and Stephen read it, and shit, but that day. <laughs> I mean, they're like, let's do it. What a great solution, Phil. And and I and I, I I was like oh cool and like within three weeks we were filming, that never happened again, never. Yeah, it was the yeah. committee and the process and the budget and then what the actors had to say and then what the uh, marketing department had to say and the, you know by the time you know you were trying to please ten different factions just to get to the fix totally. Um. So anyway, and that lead and that led to Jim and that led to this and that led to. You know something that it just—it's just a—it's a a shocker, but a really pleasant one. That's what I call a book report. Hey Jim, it's great to see you. Oh my god,
3: it's unbelievable.
1: But what's crazy is I don't like when you when you're talking. I feel like I saw you last week. Like you're you're just—it's like I—that's real friendship, though. It's like I'm like literally feel like oh I must have (laughs) I talked to him a week ago. It's crazy.
0: (laughs) I think
3: that the last time I saw you was maybe at your parents' house for dinner. Wow, which you know was a long in time. high school. Oh no no no! No, no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: somehow you went back in time. The yeah, movie was yeah, exactly. made, and then you guys yeah, went I back, went back,
1: back time. in
3: time. Yeah, no, no. last <laughs> time.
2: Yes, <laughs> <Sorry>. now, we <laughs>
1: all we all hung around in the area for quite a while, and then Jim, yeah. then Jim moved north. But uh, yeah, yeah, moved in
3: '93. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah um, that had been
1: yeah, it had been around in the early '90s. Like after after I done State of Grace and come back for uh, to uh-huh. do final analysis, I did final analysis in '91. Yeah. So I yeah, so would have been back. I would have been in that era.
2: Amazing. I Maybe. went to the
3: screening of that, I remember. And um, I remember that Gary, Oldman, and Uma were sitting mm-hmm. directly in front of me, mm. and I could smell Uma's hair care products. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, yeah. I, I don't even remember the movie. Uh, yeah. And i and
0: He gave it a 90. There you go. <laughs> Hair products gave you 90 for the yeah. smells. And he wrote, he wrote, fuck, 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 <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. her hair smelled great. Uh, you great hair. you so. know, we, uh, maybe we'll, we'll make a, we'll, I'll meet up at the last Blockbuster in Bend, Oregon. Mm. I About know, that. I've Ooh. seen that.
1: There was, well, I lived up Nichols Canyon, so there was that Blockbuster on Sunset directly below my house. And you know, I would just come yep. straight down Nichols Canyon by that Kentucky Fried Chicken, if anyone <laughs> yeah. remembers. And I would, and I would, that was my store. That was my, mm. you know, the whole block buster thing and Amazing. then netflix hit yep. yeah
0: wow it is. I, I feel like this is like the part one of a multi-part series i would 3:00. you know the
1: thing <laughs> is I, I mean i uh uh <clears throat> look it's it's really an honor for you guys to ask me i cannot believe i mean that you know the date on that math page wow That's that it. is you guys it's a little detail
0: You know, these guys I, are serious
1: they're dead serious we have I our love moments it. Have our love it i love it and uh I'm happy to come back and be a part of anything you'd like me to. It's really been, really been a blast. Brilliant.
0: Well, Phil, Jim, you know how much we love you. And, uh, and, and, and Phil, mutual. now you're a part of the family. Thank you. The $2 <laughs> <laughs> Jim helped family. us
2: raise a lot of money. He did. Matt Adler's
0: charity. Over two, uh, up to $2,000 or wow. something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, momentum wheels for humanity. If anyone's wondering yep. what that charity Excellent. is. But Phil, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having Jim, me Thank guys. you for being on the show. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me.
3: Thanks, Mike, by the way.
4: wanted to say goodbye and remind you that the good guys always win, even in the 80s.
2: Alright, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it.
0: Don't forget to subscribe and give us a four... Is a five-star rating? <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We really...